the pot, the, the pot party, the trippers, the grasshoppers, the hip ones, oh, all gathered in secrecy and flying you know high as a kite. Outside the boundaries of their lighter world of kicks is the ever-present possibility of discovery. This must be avoided at all costs. At all for costs. discovery brings with it the penalties of society. Shame, arrest, Yo, prison. So, so destroy the evidence, <laughs> leave not a trace, burn it in paper trash. Different that way they can deny possessing According illegal the marijuana. They can say the flaming can is part of a game. Don't tell people they that. can lie, <laughs> they can swear. This time I the gang's swear. lucky. It's not the law or discovery or problems. It's just their supplier, Pete, with his number one chick. And a new guy looking for kicks. That's me. Forget it, man, and get with the countdown. Shake this square world and blast off for Kicksville. Hey, yo, the pop party. No, 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 no. Yo, every time I hear that intro, it reminds me of fucking Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, where they're when when they're in the freaking in the convention, and Mr. Noodle is is giving the freaking speech on. The marijuana <laughs> joint and stuff, and they're showing the freaking video of you will know the the marijuana user by his red fingertips or, or dirt under his fingertips right. and dried semen on his pants. Yeah, oh that's where it comes from. It's like one of those nineteen fifties like propaganda clips. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's reefer madness, but it's something along those along those lines. That's where I thought it was from originally, from reefer madness. Reefer madness is that what the video is called? Yeah, called? you never seen it? No, no, the whole thing. Though. It's a movie that they dropped back. Back in the day, like in the 50s, and it was like an anti-marijuana propaganda movie. They used to show that shit in middle schools and stuff. Now it's become like a stoner <laughs> cult classic. Oh, classic. Like, I own a copy of it. Oh, yeah? I, yeah, of course. So you like, know? Smoke a joint, watch some reefer madness. But it's crazy. They, they got people, like, uh, smoking a joint and then, like, fucking, like, running into, uh, getting in a car and, like, killing some little baby and shit. Like, yo, it's crazy. It got them, like, smoking weed and doing some crazy shit, man. It's fucked up. So, yo, what's good, bro? Renee is That's like, what are, you, what are you doing right now, God? R- Renee, Renee is making sure we the were, area is tidy. We were ill-prepared, but I'm here now, and I can now hear myself. You've there officially joined the podcast. There I am. How you doing? I feel like you're the guest today, right? What's up, y'all? <laughs> Such an honor to be here. <laughs> Yo, welcome to Human Sushi. This is episode number 32. It is? I got it this time. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. We jumped up one whole episode. Are you sure we're not skipping one? We're on 32. Yeah. yeah. Risa was Damn. 31. We get that high, huh? We lost count. <laughs> Yo, big shout out to Risa. Uh, I really enjoyed that last episode. Yeah, me too. Yeah. That episode was fire. Yeah. That's right. Thank I heard you, it. Thank you. I know you're giving me that look. You but heard yeah, the whole thing? I heard the whole thing. Again. From boom. From top to bottom. Explosions. I, huh. I would I would like to hear it in the house <laughs> with, with Risa and her family when they're hearing it. Yeah. That. Yeah. She, she That's told a rough us one. she told us her niece found it. Oh, like her younger niece. Yeah. yeah. She's like, gotta be like in her early twenties or something like that. Okay. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well actually that brings me to a good point, right? Like yeah. if you're a listener of the show, you know, we're not the Joe Rogan show. Um, we're not like the, the brilliant idiots. Like we don't have any marketing dollars going behind this. You know what I mean? So, you know, if you listen to the show and and you enjoy it, leave us a comment on Apple music, leave Mm -hmm. us a comment. I think you could comment on Spotify, right? Like write us a Mm -hmm. review, put your friends on, you know what I'm saying? And and bring them in and let's like keep building this human sushi community. You know, yeah, like something, say something. That's what I always say. I know, I, I know I spent that whole show with a lot of internal dialogue and freaking speaking to my phone and being like, oh, but how about this? But how about that? And, right. and I think that's that's definitely a good outlet. 
to to be able to to type in and, and put in your comments in that way. Um, there, there's yeah. interaction going on. So. Exactly. Yeah, we we encourage that. Also, call in the bento box. You know, if you got something to say about like what we're talking about on one of the episodes, mm-hmm. again correct us we're not experts on any of the shit we we talk about we're not out to try to yeah (laughs) we're not trying to like insult people or whatever these are just like things like rudy said to uh spark to kind of spark a conversation you know and like you know we're having the conversation we're a couple fucking burnouts you know maybe you could have the conversation too i don't even smoke weed he's like i burn in (laughs) but yo let's introduce our uh guest sushi man without further ado we got we got one that we've been working on for a while going back and forth you know um what we like to call a local legend yeah definitely man it's it's like (laughs) this the way i i feel about the miami hip-hop scene right is Mm -hmm. that there's artists there's fans Mm -hmm. and there's facilitators Mm -hmm. right and and uh you know, without the facilitators, you can't really connect the artists and the fans, bro. Like they, it's a very, very important job that often gets overlooked. Um, and I think, you know, our guest sushi today actually happens to be all three of those things, (laughs) which is kind of ill, you know what I'm saying? Cause like you're, you're an artist. Um, you were responsible for linking up a bunch of people with fans and you're also a legitimate fan of yes, uh, of the culture and, and the music yeah. and everything. So, without further ado, my man, H2O. In the house. That's good, y'all. With the fade. H2O, you spell it with an eight. Eight, C-H-O. Vice City Cypher's in the house, man. And uh, more than anything, dog, I'm a fucking huge fan of human sushi, dog. Word. Oh, man, I, I, this is my first time meeting Renee. Likewise. And, and honestly, it feels like fucking we've, we've been chilling for the past fucking six months. We dog. grew so, up in the same hood yeah, and everything, man, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and honestly, like, your name has always come up because I've always been, like, out of those categories you mentioned, I'm the fan, right? right. Like, I've never tried to make music, but I've always kept my ear to what's going on. Uh, more more when I was younger than now, but uh, definitely your name has always come across. And right. uh, yeah, I've always heard of your guys through, you know, through Charlie, which I know. Uh, Who, you know Fast? Uh, thousand. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, okay, because, yeah, man, yeah. you were freaking Thousand used to look Yeah, man, yeah. we were roommates yeah, yeah. and shit, you know, so yeah, definitely, um, you know, your name's always around, man. Bro, yeah. b- bro we're, we were roommates sounds a lot more proper than you used to live together. Yeah, for <laughs> sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah, there's... Roommates, there's no pause. Yeah, yeah. We used to live together. It's weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but speaking of facilitating, and I kind of want to cover this. And yo, shout out to North and Agony. Shout out to Superman. I'm doing this particular segment strictly for you guys. Okay, we're gonna clear this shit up once and for all. Okay. So let me kind of like set the, the the table a little bit, right? I know we talked about it on a previous podcast, but is this the dun 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 dun? <laughs> I like how you announced that you're about to press a button. Is this the is this, is this the drama is button? This drama. the sound effect? <laughs> okay, so we were invited to a cipher. This is when I barely I think I had met you once. Probably I yeah. think I had met you once. Like yeah. we ciphered in some in some middle school, the, right? The, the first time I had, I think I remember meeting you was Get uh, a little closer to the mic. My bad. Yeah. The first time I, I remember meeting you and little man and uh in the rest of common ground yeah. was at uh at Dade. I think it was either at Dade or at some high school that that we went to where you guys were about to go into the studio and we were in a little classroom before it, right? Preparing and uh it was the first time I had met Soup, I think. Uh, and in the um, M in the M building. Yeah, Miami Dade Community College yeah, is yeah, what yeah. he's referring yeah, to. Yeah, Miami Dade Community College. You, you guys used to record in um in the lab there, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So 
And I was down with, with North because he used to date my, my ex-wife's best friend. Gotcha. Baby and stuff. Uh-huh. And so they used to come by and I used to rhyme. I'm like, oh, yo, come and cypher with us. And then he brought Agony out and stuff. And we all used to chill and stuff. And then one day he took me over there to, to build with y'all. Mm-hmm. And I was in, you, you cats were all hungry and shit. And I'm in. I'm like, oh. And when, when, you, when you're an MC, mm-hmm. and that's the whole thing, man. It, 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 was, it was a whole different generation. At that point, us as, as hungry, young, want, wanting to be MCs, mm-hmm. yeah. it was about the cats we were listening to were living this, so we had to live this shit, right? right? right. And the cats that I gravitated to were on some b-boy ultra fucking hmm. super mc shit right right and, right and all they're talking about is fucking fife talking about uh talking about hip-hop the no, preservation no, yeah, of hip-hop. No, no, no fuck that Fife talking about freaking on beats rhymes and life he's like uh he's like oh uh, i need a bump uh, i need a blunt before i get loose poor Money, excuse please. poor excuse i right. get loose off of orange juice i love that right uh-huh. yo yeah, yeah, yeah. on some fucking yeah. super positive type shit no man on some ciphering shit on some yeah. nigga, you're gonna step to me in public and i'm a fucking roast oh, i got you, you yeah. i got you right yeah. and if i'm if i'm listening for me as a writer mm-hmm. right at that at that point i'm here like I've been writing since I was 11 years old, mm-hmm. fucking poetry or rhymes. I wrote my first rhyme at 11 on some easy E shit, right? Fucking talking about blow you away with my shotgun. Nah. Right? My first whole song was yeah. called Blame It on the Sperm when I was fucking <laughs> in Booker T. Washington and shit, right? Fucking, uh, it was on some Luke shit, right? And and you, you grow up writing and then... That's dope, though. And then when you get to this era of hip-hop that is fucking grime and nasty and freaking... The tribe called quests, the fucking digable planets, the fucking mm. uh, the golden the gang era. stars, the fucking the fushnikins, and then fucking you get a wave like woo come out, yeah. right, and it gets super dirty, yeah. right, and the wave that just came before that was on some conscious, dope, elevated shit lyrically, right, right? the de la souls, right, um, and what they were doing lyrically was building let's get out of this structured pattern right and see how much further we could go and then when the grimy shit came they're like stop that that piece of this fucking mm. this, this ny street shit uh. and then the cats that came out of that which is the underground era that when i started saying i'm gonna take this shit seriously at least for me mm. in the form of this is what i'm gonna fucking do if i fucking write this shit i'm gonna go out to places where cats are fucking rapping yeah and i'm gonna fucking I'm gonna go. I'm gonna see what they're me. about. Okay. Yeah, and um, and that was the whole ruckus era. Yeah, right? yeah. Where fucking where everything was on some. That was the company flow era. So yeah. this right. this battle must have been really good because I feel like we're setting it up. Yo, so like so this, really so, really so, good, you know. This, so this is this is me because at that at that age we're all fucking cats in high school and you got your group of friends and you're like yo. Check out the new Nas, yo. You check out the new DMX, yo. Uh-huh. You check out, yeah, right. Yeah. You check out the freaking Every Black Tuesday. Moon, right. And me, I was fucking on some, yo. You, you check out the fucking you organized confusion, the fucking <laughs> okay. some fucking right. some other shit, right. And when it was ciphering at freaking Braddock, it was cats rhyming like New York niggas, and me coming through with some abstract shit. I used to go to fucking school with a with a multicolored striped hat with a propeller on the top <laughs> wearing golf pants and my fucking and my my rollerblade socks because i would shit. rollerblade to school 
and I would fucking be there with my fucking rollerblades <laughs> around my neck, jump in a cipher and fucking tear shit up. Dog. That's a net. That's a character for a Netflix that's show. A look, right but, there. but and the name of the show is blame it on the sperm. Blame hey, it on the sperm. Hey, dog. Hey, yeah. So, so we met. I hope you learn. Okay. Blame it on me. Just blame it on the sperm. Hey. I already like that shit. That shit's some 11 year old fucking. I kind of fucked with that. That's some CSI shit fucking back in fucking middle school. You need to revisit that shit, though. So, we meet. Okay. So, we meet in Miami Dade. So, no. So, what happens is we meet over there, and I'm just looking for cats to build with. Mm. Right. By that time, I was already building because really what was dope is at that time the the outlet where everybody would go to was your hip-hop stores your crazy hoods right crazy goods your crazy goods yeah. mm-hmm. your fucking um the point freaking right next to the the pizzeria right um in downtown you would go to you would go to the radio stations fucking vum had the thursday night hip-hop shop mm-hmm. Funknotics on fridays and mm-hmm. stuff saturday night freaking barbecue and um and back in the days Fucking the the fucking the um the Saturday Night Funk Box yeah right and that's where everybody would plug into to listen to dope underground hip hop and if somebody if one of the DJ said yo there's a battle going on over here bomb oh shit because we were fucking listening to that shit yeah and recording it and playing it. Yeah, pre-internet when you yeah. had to actually like wait till you know ten o'clock till you know yeah, you, the hip hop shop comes on. You, you had your you had your boy or your boys if you were lucky enough and you were building with people. Luckily, I was building before that because I, I used to rap in church mm-hmm. and stuff, and and I used to uh, I went to a, an event one time where there was a bunch of Christian hip hop groups that were dope. They were on some freaking real left field shit. Mm-hmm. Before I got into underground hip hop, like when cats were. During the whole Biggie era, mm-hmm. I hated that shit. Okay. I, right. I, I saw that shit as the death of the real creative hip-hop mm-hmm. era where now that shit was being shunned for this new shiny gimmick. I've I said feel that like, before, actually. Yeah, and I feel like what that was is, and I think I've said this before too, but what that was is that was around the time when they started figuring out the formula. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was, there, was no fimu- there was no formula before that, so what you got is a bunch of people throwing shit at a wall and seeing what sticks. And that led to like a big creative boom in the, in the, you know, early to mid nineties. Right. Word, like, yeah. Cause we were trying to figure out what the fuck was what I was thinking about this the other day. Right. Like grave diggers was on a major label, dude. Mm-hmm. Grave diggers. Right. Where fucking videos played when you came home. They from had school. expensive but strength, videos, but off the strength of Wu Tang, you know? Right. But even, I mean, they took Wu Tang, but they spun it to something completely different. Like they Ray, turned it into horrorcore rap. Diggers ushered right. in horrorcore rap, diggers. right? And freaking ap- and on their tail, other groups tried to do it, right? Right? And then and G- now you have freaking. But, but, and the point that I'm trying to make is that is that you know this label gave them a bunch of money and just said do some crazy shit. Right. As opposed to now where it's like, now if the label's going to sign somebody, it's because they're already subscribing to this like Mm -hmm. template that's out there. You know, you obviously have your exceptions. You have your J. Coles. You have your labels. Don't don't sign anybody anymore. Unless you're thinking, unless you have your own following already established and then they'll, they'll sign you up on a distribution deal. I think they're being pretty adventurous because they're allowing these artists to put out like these really tripped out songs in hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Like if you listen to like a, uh, what's this guy that's like the Calvin Klein model too, like uh, ASAP? You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. ASAP Rocky. Like this dude puts out a lot of songs that are like very kind of uh, 
ethereal, you know, they're not like with a straight killer beat and like very radio friendly and shit like that. But Gravedigger's entire concept, it, like their their entire existence is conceptual. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they're we're gonna do horrorcore, we're gonna play these characters. Right. You know, I don't see any examples out there of like or at least someone on a major level doing something like, like that. that hmm. yeah. Like themed Maybe. out like that? Yeah. And and I guess the, only, the point that I'm trying to make is that back then they were experimenting because they didn't know. They were like, this might be the next big thing. Right. Now there's so many years into it and so much experience and so much money made that they know what works. Hmm. They know what works now, hmm. you know? Yeah. And it saturates the industry because now it becomes... How do we copy that instead of how do we innovate and make some new shit? There's right. like almost no... Yeah, but I mean, who so much is copying? Like, you know, like a lot, of, like I'm saying, like the sound of the mumble rap sound is the same, but everybody else is still doing their own thing. You yeah. know what I mean? I, yeah. I mean, I, I think I think it's to the point with when when we're talking industry, I, I think now it's really so many independent avenues and people that are just helping with the distribution that people are building, what making whatever music they want, mm, even right. independently. And it's mm-hmm. it's you could go and find it. The thing is that it's so easy to make that you're hearing a lot more of the, the copying now. Mm, and right. and it, it's, it's always been like that. I, I, I always subscribe to, to a theory that there is in, in every genre mm-hmm. or in, or in every little, maybe every year or something, let's say every, every three or five years, there's a top MC, mm-hmm. right. That people start imitating. Right. Okay. You'll see it in the biggies, biggies camp, all sounded like Biggie to a point. Mm. Jay's camp, other than other than Beanie, all had that Jayish flow, and everybody that came out and grew from that, mm. freaking is influenced like that. You see now a bunch of people sounding like M, right? And they, yeah. they 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 breed clones. But out of every one of those camps, there's the one person that stands the originator. That's that they're masters of those styles, and you can see it. Right. Now all you're seeing is that there's so many kids that have accessibility to record, to put it out, that you're just hearing all the copies and that's why you're like, oh, okay. Like, I, I, I listen to some some cats um, to, I mean, props to, to Rock the Mic Radio. They, they do a great thing out here. They um, they, they play a lot of local guys' uh, music and stuff mm. and their singles and, and you hear a lot of people mm. just sounding, it's just a blanket of the same right. shit, bro. But right. do you think that's because, like, we are not, it's not our sound. It's not the sound we grew up with. And, you know, like, like people, when we were young, people used to be like that. All oh, that shit sounds terrible and blah, 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 you know, about our music, you know? The, the thing is that when we were growing up, every, what, what Dre is saying, that at that time, it was a testing ground, mm. a, a, they didn't know what would work. So, yeah, everybody put out something. Let's, let's mm-hmm. try this jazz shit. Let's try right. this hard shit. Let's try mm-hmm. this gangster shit, mm-hmm. right? right. And, and everybody had the freedom of, of coming out, right? And trying to nip, but when something hit, you better guarantee that the label was on these motherfuckers saying, "I want a song like that." Yeah, right, for right? sure. Right, yes. like right now, there, there's fucking labels that are telling young artists, "I want an old town road." Right, right, of course. And they told that's fucking Lil, "Not." Did you guys see the fucking picture? It, but that's right. why it's the music business. No, yeah. I, I I ran into Lil Nas X fucking coming here in 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 the train and shit. on your way here. Yeah, I fucking posted up. I shared it with you guys on Facebook. <laughs> no and shit. way, that's no. fucking yeah. ill. <laughs> I came up to the the train station and there was a brother there mm. dressed in his country shirt and pants and oh. his freaking <laughs> cowboy hat. That's hilarious. And I'm here like, oh holy shit! It's, it yeah. has begun. Yeah. Yo, damn, and that's bro. and that's the whole thing that 
But that's that, youth. Exactly. And, yeah. and, and, and it's, well, what I'm trying to say is to bring it back to, mm-hmm. to that story, that in the era that we grew up, there was a lot of different styles. Everybody that would come out. Mm-hmm. And this is the thing, that what I didn't know back then is that what we were hearing was just a fraction of people who spit. Right. God knows how many dope fucking MCs yeah, there right. are in every one of those fucking blocks right. and every one of those freaking... That we never heard because there was no social media. Yeah, and, yeah. They, and they never fucking got the deal and stuff. It was somebody right. else that fucking got it, mm-hmm. right. right? But the ones that we did hear, always there was different styles, man. People stood out because of mm-hmm. the different style that they brought yeah, to Yeah, it was it. about being unique. Exactly, and it yes. was a battle to who could be the right. most unique, and it was, it was an exercise in it, and that was what was dope. What is dope about hip hop culture in its in its essence, it's about disciplining yourself to be the best you in what you're doing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You want to be a b boy, right? Mm-hmm. Don't go around biting this motherfucker's moves, right? 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 Learn them so you could turn them into something different, right? right. But I ain't gonna give you props because you look like this nigga, right? Right? And now it's like, oh, he sound like this, nigga. Oh, okay, I got mm-hmm. that shit lit because yeah. he mm-hmm. sound like this. Yeah. And I show my I show my kids. That's right? a good impression. Uh, yeah, I'm a, <laughs> that's how my son talks. But I, I, I show my um, I, it's true. My, my, my stepson Kyle, mm-hmm. he's into the whole, the new wave mm-hmm. and stuff. He plays uh, he plays uh, Smash Brothers with uh, with Slump God. Smash Brothers. Yeah, with freaking uh, with see our shit is the mask. best, man. Ain't nobody gonna tell me nothing no different. Go no, ahead. no, but he he, he plays uh, on on freaking Twitch and shit. Yeah. Ski Mask, the Slump God has a little Twitch channel. Uh, he plays with him and, and he shit. plays with him. He be whooping his ass and that's stuff. All, and, that's and, awesome. and, and and Ski Mask calls him. He's like, "Yo, I'm going on now and stuff." And I'm here like, "Yo, ask me. He's down to do an interview, dog." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, but cool ass kid, right? And he's on some fucking different shit, right? Like my my stepson likes cats that are on the new wave, but that are on some weirder shit that they're not just talking about the same bullshit. Right. Mm-hmm. But when I show them something like the Freddie Gibbs and Mad Lib, or I show them something like. Um, that's a fucking album that I was the freaking I played the 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 Joel uh, the Joel O'Tees and mm. freaking and uh, Apollo uh, Brown Apollo Brown the yeah. release I, I played mm. from my looking at them and stuff that's I'm a like, album. he's like what do you think about that he's like it's corny it's corny I'm like how the fuck mm-hmm. he's like sounds so slow and 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 he's saying so much and okay yeah you could freaking put all those words together and mm-hmm. it's such a fucking Mentality, so, a mentality of that's, why are you that's trying heartbreaking, so hard? bro. Right, yeah. Yeah. and we're here like, what do you mean? That's what it's about. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yo, you gotta be better. And yo, this this motherfucker's a genius, right? And uh, and he's like, yeah, whoop de do, right? And that's how the whole generation. Like, I, I I told them, let's freestyle. Come on, put a freaking beat on and stuff. And I'm trying to rhyme over their freaking slow ass triple time beats with right. beats with no beat on it. I can't stand. That's what I'm talking about, all that right. abstract shit. Yeah, man. And, they, and, and they're putting that out as as singles, you know? So they are experimenting. They are. Too, no, yeah. no, they are. And yeah. and it's growing. And, and the thing is that within that, because uh-huh. you can't stop creativity either. Right. And what's good about it is that they've lowered the bar so much again that there's so much room <laughs> for fucking improvement that when... That it could is, only get better from that, this that, point. That, that when, have you guys hey. heard Mick Jenkins, though? No. No. Shoddy. Do yourself a favor, Renee. Mm-hmm. Do you, audience out there, do yourself a favor and listen to Mick Jenkins. He's been out for the last six years. Okay, I've heard of him. I've just he never had like four albums out on mm-hmm. his own. The brother is a fucking crazy poet that does this new wave style 
with yo JID is dope too. You've heard JID? Oh, J- yeah, hell yeah, man. He's JID, dope, yo, bro. he's crazy. Yeah. His energy is fucking nuts. Yeah, and his writing is dope. Writing and but but they but they know how to match that style and right. stay current. Kendrick right? does too. I'm so sorry. J Cole has fucking completely changed my mind over the last year, dog. About Kendrick? No, no, not about Kendrick. Kendrick is dope. About him? About Kendrick, him? Kendrick is dope. Yeah, about about J Cole. Mm-hmm. Kendrick is dope. The fucking yeah. damn album was great. Mm-hmm. It's my least favorite Kendrick album. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I couldn't get into fucking uh, to, to Pimp a Butterfly. Uh, to Pimp a Butterfly, and I and, same here. Like I, I love, I, love I like to a Pimp couple tracks and, off. And, and to you guys will, fuck, and you guys will will laugh at me, and everybody will hate me, or or I will lose all validity. But I don't think I've ever heard Mad Kid. Uh, Good Kid, Mad City. Good Kid, Mad City, all the way. Oof, that album was sick to me. Like that. Album, that album's dope. That yeah. album's dope. Yeah. Good Kid, Mad City is like one of my favorite West Coast albums. For yeah. sure, you know, um, but yeah, I think to pimp a butterfly was a little bit. It's not that it was bad, but I don't think I could relate to every song. There was a few songs that I, like, all right, like mm-hmm. that's my shit. Like I'll bump that shit all day. But um, and then uh, damn was a dope album again. You yeah, know? but he, he went more relatable again. I think you know, but yeah, but damn. he's just a, he's 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 a dope rhymer though. My favorite Kendrick album is Section Eighty. I've never heard that album, and, and I've heard that in sections. The, the what's the song uh, that's like Brenda had a baby or freaking or there's a bunch in there, man. No, but that's it, Tupac. It's, 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 no, no, I know, but it's it's a song that's like that. It's it's a it's like a spinoff of it, or mm-hmm. or about some, yeah, yeah, about yeah, a girl yeah. having a baby. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That shit was fucking crazy. I've, yeah. I've heard spots of that because I had it mixed in with with a playlist I had, but I've never heard that thing the whole way. That's through. an album. Man. But you were saying J Cole changed your mind this past dog. Did you guys hear the freaking the kid album? Um, no. No. Which the album? Fucking, the kid album, the the fucking Kings. Um, it, it, I think it was a kid or a freaking. It came out. Album. It came out recently. Yeah, right? it's his last full album. Yeah. right. Yeah. That where he's the 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 cover is oh, him. That he's a king. Kod. Kod. Yes. Yes. Right. Yes. Kings over. Uh, king over yeah. drugs or something or yeah. kids on drugs. Mm-hmm. Uh, exactly. Um, and it's got like three meanings all through it. Mm-hmm. The whole album sounds like whatever an album with with some dope songs, but. The story behind it as it flows, and if you hear it on that, mm-hmm. and the writing for it where he's talking about all the drugs mm-hmm. that this generation is addicted to. Every song mm-hmm. is about a drug that this generation is addicted Dope. to. Yeah. Uh, drugs, social yeah. media, uh, disconnecting communication. Through He's got this song where he's, where he's falling in love with a girl mm-hmm. and telling her everything he wants to do and stuff, and it's just him looking at her Instagram photo. Right. And at the end, he doesn't even freaking like it because he doesn't want her to think that freaking that, that he's taking a shot and stuff. That album, I think, um, came out in 2018, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, last year. Yeah, and um, that was my favorite album of 2018 until I heard the JID album. And I like the JID just stood out a little bit more because it's new sound, yeah. you know what I mean? And it's fresh. I had never heard it before. Uh, but I think that album took 2018, in my opinion, you know. But um, yeah. J. Cole's dope as fuck. Always yeah. has been from and the then, beginning. And then after that, when yeah. he's done with the freaking the middle child, fucking yeah. that song's fucking fire. It's just his writing, his writing. Uh, and that's why I've I've heard this stuff because my stepson comes up. He's like, yeah. have you heard the 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 track with Twenty One Savage? Yeah, yeah. The freaking uh, what is it? That a verse. He kills it. In his that. verse. Yeah, he kills it. Oh man, his verse on that song to me is fucking amazing. Like amazing. Yo, yeah. I'm, I'm not one that could memorize. 
verses and I could hardly memorize my own shit. Dog. <laughs> That's why I like to cipher. That's shit. something I always yeah. wondered. How the fuck do MCs remember all their fucking pra- words? For me, it would have to be practicing before a show. I would have to practice, practice, practice fuck. before because I'm at least now working with all smoking. Yeah, I'm not That's how I, mumble rap started. Some dude just started forgetting his words. Some dude was like, man, like, fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> my shit is a process because I don't write it down. You know what I mean? Because I feel like it impedes the flow it if, I, if I actually start, write it you know what i mean you just so, be doing different shit each show and shit <laughs> no i mean I, I mean when i'm in the studio like okay. i don't when i write my verses i don't write them on a paper or anything i don't like type them out i just mm-hmm. i write i keep reciting them in my head keep and that's on, how and i come building up, off of it like that yeah yeah um, and that's how i come up with all my shit but the problem with that it's like good for the creativity but it takes a little while once you're behind the mic to remember the whole thing because yeah, I'm taking you know I'll do four bars and I think then I'm on the next four bars you know what I'm saying and then it's so like when you sit behind the mic it takes a couple takes at least for me mm-hmm. to get the whole thing out and you know that I got that one take where I get the whole verse out and I'm like all right I got through it mm-hmm. now it's like we got to add the sauce to it so I do another couple takes now with a little more attitude a little more swag you know what I mean but it's a it's a process is what I'm trying to say like when, when I first started when I first started writing my rhymes and stuff it was it was a product of my ADHD. Mm-hmm. I would walk everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. So living in Little Havana and stuff, growing mm-hmm. up there, I would always yo walk. not not to cut you off, but that reminds me the day that I remember meeting you, not in Miami Dade. I don't remember that. I remember meeting you at a school, right? It was in a middle school in the middle of the night, like by the park benches and shit, and we were having a cipher, and you. And what I remember about that day and what I'll always remember, it's exactly what you just said. You were freestyling like while you were walking. And I was like, damn, this dude like doesn't stand in the cypher. It's like as soon as it's his turn, like he takes off and shit. He's walking around me. I'm like, yo, this is like a Broadway show, dog. But he was battling or freestyling? No, freestyling. We were just all freestyling in a cypher. And when it was H2O's turn, I remember like. You just started walking. Bro. You're a walking thinker. <laughs> he bro. walks around while he, yeah, while he, yeah, while probably, he raps. Probably, man. Yo, I don't it's know. funny I'm that like, you say that though, because that that really reminded me of that. that that's that's shit that I don't see because I'm inside my head and freaking. Right. Yo, <laughs> how did I end up on this spot? <laughs> yeah, straight up, man. That's but, uh, funny, man. I remember you had like a like a tennis ball or some shit, and you were like bouncing it like probably, while you were rapping. Man. Yo, I, I'm telling you, man. I, I was. <laughs> Dre, do you remember? Um, you remember groups like you remember the Flavor Unit? Uh, of course, freaking. The, the hats that they used yeah, to wear yeah, naughty yeah. by nature Buster the hats that they used to yeah, wear yeah, yeah. I remember too yo my, my bad my bad Renee <laughs> 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 you go I'm outside real quick you, go. whatever I didn't, okay, I, I didn't have the freaking dough back there growing up to, uh, to to buy the latest swag back then and back yeah. then it was more creative shit and right. stuff right? I, I used to say that I became a rapper because I couldn't afford being a DJ I yeah. wanted to be a DJ when I saw Juice I was gassed bro Juice was my shit yo you know I rewatched it the other day and it holds up came on Netflix it fucking well dude yes. yeah there's not you know bro we're on tremendo detour dog. Yeah. I still, I still I want to get back story, I not. still want to get back to the cypher yeah, you know what I'm saying no, we're 30 we're minutes in I'm sorry Northern Agony I'm <laughs> sorry Superman it was we'll a, get it to was it was a teaser trailer <laughs> nah, I, I saw Juice the other day and the thing that stood out to me is that there's not one wasted moment in that movie mm. like every single it's very tight mm-hmm. and it's actually short it's it's like it is short it doesn't even hit a minute uh, an hour 30 i think mm. i think it's like just really? just below it yeah 
but it seems like it goes so fast because there's no like fat on it. You know what I'm saying? There's right. no wasted scenes. Everything's there for a purpose. It's a, it's actually a really well written movie, Doug. Tupac was a really good actor too, man. Yeah. Like he's oh, one of the yeah, few man. ever like music artists that was dope that's transitioned into being an actor that's also. But dope, it, is man. that is that Tupac was Will Smith was an though. artist? Will, well, yeah, Smith, Will Smith. Will Smith's well, the yeah. greatest. Well, he he's was, the greatest rapper turned actor. Yo, you think he's a dope uh, rapper though? What, my, no, the first hip, the Yo, first hip hop song, awesome, the song man. that got me into hip hop was right. a Fresh Spring, was a Fresh Prince song. You, you say uh, that, parents, right? parents, parents just don't understand. understand. That's the song right. that got me into hip hop. So, I, but like it was like on some like kind of happy stuff. But at that, but at it that doesn't time, matter but at though. That time that shit was was all right. Cats were yeah. freaking. Yeah. You had cats at that time like Redhead Kingpin, and, and it was just some dance. You had Kid and Play at that time. Yeah. But Will I Smith, Kid and Play, but parents just don't understand. It's a dope song. It is, but he's breaking it down lyrically. It's conceptual. I first heard it I just thought it was gimmicky and the same thing like I liked Kid and Play for it. I didn't like Will Smith that much but I liked Kid and Play a lot but I knew it was a gimmick at the same time mm-hmm. I was like yeah these two are like capitalizing on hip hop and it's cool whatever because they're actually decent rhymers you know what I mean but like it never yeah. appealed to me as much as like but, but, what but, was but, really but you know, going you know, on you know? you know that that their albums came out before Fresh Prince of Bel-Air Right. They, I, they, right, they were a group. Yes. Right, right. It wasn't that they were capitalized. They, they were. No, he had like they three were albums out, out. Yeah, from out of Philadelphia. I'm, yeah. No, freaking Nightmare on My Street was my fucking shit. I had right. that shit memorized completely. Hmm. All like, all he was a good writer at that time. Right, but hmm. it was just that era of fun house party dance music and shit right. that that he was doing. Now was serious. What he did do hmm. and that they landed perfectly mm-hmm. was he. They freaking picked up his story and he wrote that and he's been a great actor ever since. Yeah. Yeah. To me, he's always he's had stripes. Actor. To yeah. me, he's always had stripes as an MC, man. Because yeah. like, I remember him before the show. Yeah. I remember him before he became maybe fucking it was, Will Smith. Maybe dude. it was the subject matter of that party era, like you said, mm-hmm. that didn't appeal to me. But something, it never registered in my mind like, oh yeah, Will Smith's an MC. You know, like it was always like, yeah, he could rap, but Def- more than anything, he's an actor. Yeah, you know de- like? def- definitely. Yeah, I mean, yeah. when in that era you have the Rock Hems and the yeah. Big Daddy Canes and shit, yeah, he's yeah. not freaking, he's not up to okay. the part. But it's not only that. But it's you like guys- you, like you said it. You kind of gave yourself away. It's like you're you're thinking of him as an actor because I think his fame as an actor like eclipsed what he did as an MC. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and I think that's feeding into your perception of it. You're seeing possibly you're seeing the I MC do have a part. Favorite. First lady, so you know what I mean. <laughs> let, let let me play let me play super devil's advocate real quick on that, and and let me state for the record that I think DJ Jazzy Jeff is one of the fucking most fire DJs, mm-hmm. and that's kept a legacy and producers, and that Will Smith's pen was dope for that time, and his and his keep of rhythm and his freaking shout and, out to Rockem though. Yeah, but no, of course at that time Rockem wrote Summertime. But yeah, did he oh, write did? Summertime? Oh yeah, stop lying. Yeah, oh, yeah. oh, oh yeah. look at sushi He's... mind blown. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I would have been listening to this at home, I'd be like, oh, that, that's why I listen to the show. So are we redacting all the props? No, 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 no. Does, no. It, does <laughs> it points go down a little bit? Oh, definitely, <laughs> a little bit. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's no, but at least Rockem got some money off. But Summertime was post. Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yeah. Summertime was later in his career. Okay. I'm talking about parents just don't yeah. understand like the early shit, the 87, yeah, 86, yeah. 87. His shit. first album yeah. I had it, his second album. Did, yeah. did uh, you, me, me and uh, I'm, I'm the MC, he's the DJ. Right, right? exactly. So, but I'm the rapper, he's the DJ. I'm the, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm the yeah. rapper, he's the DJ. But if we give him a pass with how he dressed and and the and the gimmick of, of his background, which I thought at the time, and the thing is that he appealed hmm. to that young 
middle school to high school hip hop crowd that was angst with freaking against parents and me. all of that appealed he to appealed me. To me exactly. yeah, he appealed to me, dog. Exactly. He appealed to me. Yo, I was there like, this is my song. It's about freaking my parents. Yeah. And just like I left my wallet in El Segundo. My mom went away for a month long trip. I like this shit. Yo, yeah. I had shit. never heard a song that I related to more up until that moment in my life, dog. Like, wow. he was speaking to me, dude. I remember I was listening to the radio with my headphones on. I was just like, mm-hmm. listening to the radio and it came on. See, I got into hip hop like at the age of 14. So it was a little bit later. Oh. It was 94. I was seven. You know what dude. I'm saying? Like, I was seven. Yeah. Bro. Like, no, and I had heard hip hop before that, but I didn't regard it as a culture or anything like mm-hmm. that. I didn't know enough to, to put those pieces together. What grade were you in? Uh, when I first heard, like when You're I like first in really got into, got into hip hop. Yeah, I was like uh, going into high school. You know what I'm saying? Like, going into high school in 94? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. What, what year did you graduate? 98. Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you were going in in 94, yeah. Yeah, so, Freshman. so I remember so like it being year. like the Nas album was a yeah. huge one for me, and then I started going back and listening to Rakim and everything mm-hmm. that came before, and I was like... And that was a good that was a good era to, to go back and start listening yeah, to yeah. it, because yeah. you were there like... Yeah, I was like, yo, was still this that shit respect was sick. For yeah. It. Yeah. 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 But, um, but what I was going to play Devil's Advocate is mm-hmm. we give... Will Smith the past because of course he's been become successful mm-hmm. freaking god like Will Smith mm-hmm. but in the same vein of the same song style why don't we give any props to Vanilla Ice Vanilla Ice would probably make it right now he'd probably be like on a world tour and shit like. yeah but the problem with Vanilla Ice is that he lied about his background oh yeah that's oh, yeah. the problem with Vanilla Ice well yeah. now you, that, no, that's, that, that's I mean, why he had that hard crash but I don't even think that I, I think yeah. when Vanilla Ice came out he was right. a favorite for the I mean freaking third base was dissing him freaking Daylight oh, yeah, was yeah, dissing yeah. everybody was right. like that's whack shit right there that's taking advantage of the culture and trying to freaking yeah. capitalize you don't know our culture dog don't fucking but that's around. but it was more about his, his authenticity than like his pen time like, out time out you can't like Will Smith was from the streets of Philadelphia. That's a totally different situation. You know. Have you guys? Did you guys hear the little Dicky freestyle? Yeah, I yep. haven't heard it yet. I'm on sway, on sway. Buy it, and I haven't pressed it. Oh yet. man! Oh, so, press it. Do you yo, fuck with him? You fuck with little Dicky? I, my 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 kid shows me some of his shit, and I like. Yo, yo, he kills it, Does dude. He? he murders it, and that's what I was trying to get at tie, to tie into what you're saying about the authenticity, and um, and really about like wordplay right like mm-hmm. so for example like Lil Dicky has amazing punchlines amazing setups like and he's funny and at one point during the freestyle he says to Sway he goes Sway if this is cultural appropriation what can I say you know what I mean so like that line resonates with me a lot because mm-hmm. I feel like it's something that's being thrown around a lot these days yep. about white white rappers culturally appropriating Vanilla Ice, you know, it's just, it's just the label on it now, yeah. but that's always. Been. But these are just people that love rap. You know what I mean? They but wanna, again, they want to rap. But you know? Lil Dicky tells you exactly who he is. Mm-hmm. Like the problem with Vanilla Ice is he was telling people he grew up on the streets of Miami or the streets of Dallas or some shit. And it was completely fabricated. He was mm-hmm. telling people he did some time in jail and shit. Oh, word. And no, they found know. out that he was a fraud. And that's when like hip-hop and everyone just kind of like turned against him he got know? he was the first one to get canceled before right. cancel culture yeah he got canceled because he really was a fraud yeah. you know like Lil Dicky tells you exactly who he is he's mm-hmm. a Jewish nerdy guy who just likes rap and he ain't, he ain't trying to be like Mr. Street Guy or nothing yeah. like that that's why Lil Dicky works Definitely. that's why he can say and something like if it's cultural appropriation what can I say because right. he's honest you yeah. Know? yeah 
and that's what his listeners love him for. And yeah. They're like, yo, he's just freaking just rapping. He's not trying to be a superstar. Exactly. Like that, Vanilla Ice was trying to tell us that he's from the streets and shit. Right? Right. And people saw right through it. And that's why everybody was dissing him. Well, it's, it's like, it's, homie, you could tell, man. Is that know? at that time for an interview and stuff, that's how, that's how you had to carry yourself? Yeah, you know. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the same reason why De La was like, yeah, so I like yogurt. Yeah. And, stuff. and at that time, yeah. people were like, what? What the fuck do we do with you? Right. Or the same thing with the uh, with the grave diggers, where they're like, ah, uh, freaking all these different names. So it's like, what the right. hell is going on? But that's the the newness and the creativeness. Mm-hmm. You, I remember you were talking about this in uh, in one of the episodes how your first name was some long ass shit, <laughs> and it just keeps getting shorter and shorter. Yeah, yo, yo, you cut that junk down, brother. Yeah, your uh, H. Nigga, you went I, from I, three I, syllables to one, bro. Brother, I used to be. <laughs> H two Owens, the schizophrenic salmon. Jeez, she had more syllables than me for sure. See, that's a name for nowadays. <laughs> like nowadays, that it shit would hit. Again, you know right? what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> nah. yeah. But um, but yeah, I man, it, it, it's funny that at that time, you you what you listened to was cats mm-hmm. trying to elevate their craft, right? So it influenced you to always want to elevate your craft, and I think it built that dopeness in us. And I think the the cats that OG'd us, right? Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm a direct product, right? From from like two steps away of J Pure, right? Because mm. he is a cat who I can say taught me without being in his camp, mm-hmm. right? Any time that he I he was, was the standard back then, he was yeah, for sure. Right? Yeah. And I battled face to face with JPO and got fucking destroyed in front of a freaking huge crowd on mm. the beach and shit in a club. Freaking um, it was after a pro am. They they, mm. they they did a the pro am MC battle at G spots. Right. You remember when G spots was yeah at yeah, yeah yeah and uh and on the freaking stage with them. I was a Christian rapper. I used to have a, a wooden cross. Mm. He's like snatch that wooden cross off your off your neck and crucify you to it. <sighs> Yo, freaking JP and JPO so was smooth, nasty, brother. Bro. So yeah. smooth. And he was. J- and then anytime mm-hmm. I was out, I was at his neck, right? Because mm-hmm. I'm here like... That's how you get better. Yeah, he's he's the dude. And he, you're the one who I want to cipher with. Not the cats that sound like freaking... That are trying to sound like Trick Daddy. Or not the cats who are trying to sound freaking... Or or ain't got no style. Or that are clowning me because I don't sound like, like Capone and Noriega and shit, mm-hmm. right? Nah, bomb. Let, let, who's rhyming here? Who's trying to come up with freaking some shit? And by doing that, we showed cats, yo, you either come with that... Or, and you grow with it, or or get the fuck out the scene, and a lot of people would just fall out. It's like that's not for me, yeah. and that's how you kept a really dope scene building up and and taught it handing down. So, right. so okay, so so I think this is a perfect segue. Now, forty minutes later, you like how I brought it back, but 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 that's <laughs> yo, that's awesome marketing, yo. That's the the first cheat. Yeah, you hit him. Yeah, and then it's like you're gonna have to listen to the whole, the whole episode. <laughs> so so speaking of that, and I know I think I know where you're getting at. It's that like you kind of start honing like the battle mentality and shit. You know? You're hearing it's, it on the shit. You're like, if I'm fucking, if we're keeping it real, that was big in our era, keeping mm-hmm. it real. Mm-hmm. If I'm keeping it real and I'm writing down, I'll fucking roast an MC because that's what I do. Well, who have you ever fucking stood face to face Right, right. It had right, to be true. Right, yeah. right, right. You know what so I'm saying? When, right. when have you ever been out of your fucking room writing rhymes on your right, desk? Right, right, right. Right, and then when the freaking, when the computer started coming out, but freaking key oh, style, yeah. You oh, you type really nice, nigga. Yo, but freaking, have you ever rocked a fucking cipher? Right. So, what um, what I started doing, brother, it, it it was it started off the just the most fucking most organic way, right? That's what I was saying. You had a boy you hung out with, mm-hmm. and you listened to the Thursday night freaking hip hop shop mm-hmm. on VUM, 
And at that with time, Darnella. With Dar- no, who um, Lady J was it? That freaking Lady J was after, after Darnella the, was in the, was like the nineties. Yeah, yeah, the first one yeah. and shit. And then after that was La Fontaine and stuff. Freaking, what's up with shout out to Darnella, man? What's up with with Darnella? She I, should still be on on in broadcasting or something, man. I used to love that show. Yeah, man, it was free. And then when Lady J was on, it was when we started freaking when when Garcia would come on. Right, right, right. Yeah, that was after. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, that was early two thousands type shit. Or like late 90s, 98, 99, 2000s. 2000s. Right, so, right, right, right. Darnella was like 95, 90s. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Darnella is how I got put onto Razkaz. Okay. During her show? Yeah, yeah. my favorite what, MC. Was, was, who was it that was playing freaking, Still? that was playing yeah. Mike Ripper's freaking... Um, That's how I got put onto Mike Ripper too. And was, I used to see the Roly Roll van. Yeah, man. Yeah. But was, was hers the show that they used to play like freaking 90, 93 Cream Hunt and shit? Was it 93 Cream Hunt? No, it's not. No, it's 98 Cream Hunt, no? Nah, it was way before that. Yeah, man. Yeah. Might be 93, 94. It's uh, 93 yeah. till so, infinity. So was it 93 Cream Hunt? I don't know. But whatever. But that that's... <laughs> <laughs> I was good. Yo, we went 43 minutes man, without it. I almost you had it. Dude. Nah, you, you earned that one, dog. <laughs> Yo, but, I'm so, glad, man. This thing like keeps you accountable. I'm glad we got this thing, man. I'm telling you. you see, what, man, that, was some, it's, it's, that was a hip-hop I, jewel right there. 43 minutes Come is a on, new man. record, dog. 93 it looks like a dog collar, an electric shock collar. I'm just like, saying that he like said 93 and he was thinking of 93 till infinity. Yo, R.I.P. to Mike Ripper. R.I.P. Mm. Mike Ripper. Man. Shout out to uh, B. Dope. Yeah, man. And and shout out to J. Pure. I think like at in those like at that time when I was coming up as an MC, you know, those were like especially in Kendall. Yeah, man. Those were the guys that we were looking at. You know what I mean? Yeah, like B. Dope was doing the the DJ Craze mixtapes. I yep. don't know if you remember that. Uh, no, I, I never heard that. Yeah, the the DJ Craze tapes. B. Dope was all over those. And he's a Kendall dude, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And uh, you know, Mike Rip obviously had the Roly Roll thing, and he had, yeah, he had like some bangers out and shit. And Jay Pure, everybody knew Jay Pure just he from. Was coming from out with but those scene. those three dudes right there, man, like really, you know, they didn't inspire me in 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 terms of like my style. You know, I don't think I got any, but like they, as far as like a level of quality that you had to like aspire to. They were like some of the first ones that like set that bar. Not only quality, but like their shit is out there. Yeah, like yeah. I know about them, and they don't know about me. You know oh, yeah. what I'm saying? So it's like we yeah, got to change they, that. They had <laughs> wax playing on the freaking radio shows that we were listening to. Right. Freaking checking for underground shit. And right. They're like, oh shit, that's them. And you and when you would go out to things, you would see them. And at that, like nowadays, I go out to to rap battles whenever, mm-hmm. and you never see Cat ciphering anymore. Mm-hmm. And I look like a freaking weirdo. Yeah. Like a weirdo <laughs> Do you still walk weirdo. around while you rap? Huh? Do you still walk around? Well, I, while you're... I used to. I used to walk around jams. At that time, b boy jams were real big and stuff. And I used to walk around, uh, freaking saying, "Where the MCs at? Where the MCs at?" With the freaking little boombox, just looking in cats. That's cats never. So what we we started doing facilitator. was facilitator. Yeah, man. What we started doing, yeah. we started freaking. We started listening to the show, smoking and freestyling, listening to the show. And I started working at a at a call center. And there were a couple guys into that rap, mm-hmm. right? And oh, is this I'm, how like the the ciphers started yeah, and, started and, growing and, and at your I'm, crib? And and Source and me freaking went to the same adult center. It's outdated adult center. Mm-hmm. So we met there, and Source rapped and shit. He st- just started rhyming and stuff. Noriega was his f- favorite MC. I no shit. I clown Source <laughs> on that shit forever. Dog. That's awesome. Noriega was Shout his out favorite to Source, MC. Yo. That's Source awesome. My boy, dog. Yeah. So we met freaking in at the end of high school and like post high school and shit. 
freaking pre-college. <laughs> like, so so it grew like organically. Organically and, and chilling, so, and, chilling there, freaking smoking, listening to the show, freestyling, just us building, freestyling, ciphering, right? And then we heard there's a battle going on freaking in North Miami. Mm-hmm. Bam, we got the address. Doom went over this this pre freaking pre internet pre tech mm-hmm. pre right. information yeah, yeah. you find like out that. about it somehow the, the, and somebody like, freaking was on the show and he's like yo we're holding a battle an MC battle over here Bam. we drove over there me and Source my boy Matt freaking Black Mayo he used to go by and shit Black Mayo and he was fucking asshole uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, we get to the, to the joint and out there I, I run into Serum mm-hmm. that I had met once before at a at a Christian youth group mm. him and Solomon freaking solo man spectrum used to go to this youth group and we went up to disney for the weekend for some for, for like christian grad night and uh we met there and he lent me the freaking the help to skelter tape the freaking nocturnal Jeez. tape for the first time that's our first listen to nocturnal it's like a Skelter. top five Yo, album. hell yeah I love that, album. that album is top five that shit is me, so, bro. and uh i heard a freestyle by them the other day sorry but uh, yo they're still they still go hard yeah all right peter sean price man sean price man hell yeah Yo, beast, dog. But um, but that's how I met Serum first, and then I ran into him at this battle, hmm. and he was with Mind Shift at that time. He used to freaking DJ at a at a Monday night show on FIU hmm. and for Funk Nautics, and they were there crewed up with a couple of cats joining the battle, and we chilled with them. Mind Shift, I remember Mind yeah, Shift man, too. Yeah, and, uh, and Jin was at that battle. Yeah. SOS, SOS that ended up being part of uh, the Cunning Linguists. Freaking was out there. Yeah. SOS used to be from like North Miami or like North Miami Beach area yeah, yeah, and stuff. Yeah. Um, and whatever. We we went that night. We battled and shit. I think I battled Mind Shift. I ended up battling Serum. We battled it out. I beat him. It was Serum's first live battle and shit. And um, and from there, we were all from Kendall. Mm-hmm. So they're like, yo, let's let's chill. Freaking and burn. And we started freaking on. I'm going to like come over to my house on Thursdays. By that time, North and Agony had already come by a couple times to my pool house mm-hmm. we had smoked there and just rhymed and shit that's where I met you that's where house. I met you at the pool house the pool by house. the table yeah, and shit yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Around, that's that's where we met so mm-hmm. and uh I guess it was that time freaking <laughs> you said so you literally said a line about you fuck with H2O I'll make you bounce like this ball and he like bounced the ball while he was saying the line it was, <laughs> that sounds like <laughs> yeah, I'll never forget I'm that I'm telling you man I was a freaking people would say a cornball and shit but I was those hats to the side I would rock a freaking a plush a uh, freaking killer whale tied up to the end of that shit. <laughs> Bomb. And I used to freaking rock fucking ties on my freaking belt coming down. That was my style and shit. Hey, but so, so I remember a fucking line from a random freestyle cipher still to this day. Yeah, you know that's what I'm okay. saying? When so. I battled Jin and freaking in, in this in this barbershop at Blades Barbershop, freaking I was rocking a tie on my freaking on my belt buckle, right? And I'm here like <laughs> freaking uh I'm like, uh, I, rock, I always rock a tie because I'm all about business. And plus, it's to show you just how long my dick is and freaking crowd. Ah. Yo, and always freaking on some crazy shit, right? But at that time, I started inviting people over and they started coming over. Mm. And on Thursday nights, we just started building in the back of my apartment, in the back of my apartment complex, mm-hmm. right there on 80th and 152nd, right? Mm. I still go there. I take my kids back there and I, tell them, and I tell my kids, yo, here, one time, I had 78 people here. <laughs> we counted it. The night that freaking yeah. Mike Ripper was out there. Yeah, yeah, we brought him out. Yeah, yeah you guys brought him out. Yeah, yeah man, that yeah. shit was freaking That's fucking dope. classic, man. Yeah. But we started off just freaking three of us. Then Sarah and my shit came, and mm-hmm. we would always be out there drinking a quart, smoking some blunts, mm-hmm. rhyming, 
over the show. No beats. Yeah. Then somebody would bring a beat tape, an EFN beat tape. Bam. Because uh, EFN used to, to, to mix make yeah. a beat mix uh, tapes and shit. Mm-hmm. Right. Bam. Or any, any That's another fine, major yeah. facilitator. Yeah, EFN. EFN yeah. Yo, major always, facilitator yo. for the mm-hmm. scene. And, uh, and so, whatever. So let's let's so let's cut to kind of like our perspective, right? Mm-hmm. Or I would say more like North and Agony's perspective because we've actually disagreed about this on the podcast on on another podcast we're doing. So, you know, I also come from that school of like battling people just because like that's mm-hmm. the whole point of this hip hop shit like my style was always like aggressive you know yeah, what i mean and competitive. i competitive yeah i was competitive and i always had in, in my own journey you know i was i wasn't really rolling with a click and shit i would just like battle everybody dog pitbull yeah. pedo like you know what i'm saying i battled bro everybody that i that i came across you know so i was already used to that mentality north and agony you know I I clicked up with them like after when I was when I transitioned more from a cipher rapper to like a studio rapper, right. you know, and I met them in that setting in the studio setting, and they kind of like made their bones in that setting. They weren't really yeah they accustomed to the battle rap world, mm-hmm. you know. What I'm saying? And they'll they'll tell you this themselves, you know. What I'm saying mm-hmm. um, I had come from that, mm-hmm. so you know we get invited to this cipher eventually at H2O's crib, and Who's I had we? a me north and agony so like you know we my group linked up with north and agony and we created like this big conglomerate common ground common ground right so yeah we started to roll together you know and we were like starting starting to go out into the hip-hop scene again it's like a scene that they weren't really familiar with Mm -hmm. because they kind of their their journey was insular they were you know within themselves and their and their homeboys you know what i'm saying writing rhymes making songs skills that i didn't have at the time you know what i'm saying they were like honing those skills mm-hmm. like i was a cypher mc they were making songs because yeah, north and agony were were recording and performing already in high school and they right. were doing the shows in high school mm-hmm. and stuff and recording and passing out freaking material at that time the same mm-hmm. thing yeah. with severe and stuff the same yeah. thing with garcia yeah right yeah, they got they went right to business like got right, right. To business, yeah because because at that time it was record your stuff down and but this this new wave i guess at that time was yo already we've been rhyming the schools and now let's get out. And then people started seeing that, mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm. the people that were a little bit above us and started holding events where you could go. But before that, just in my backyard, we started in, in, in North. They're like, oh, I'm going to bring out my boys. I'm like, yeah, bring right. them out. And then. So I walked into that situation kind of already expecting there to be like artistic hostility you yeah. know what i'm saying like i you walk into that like if you come up with that and like you hear that other mcs are gonna be there yo, man, you tense up you, doug you, it's you, like you, it's, you tell somebody yo we're gonna go play football you're like oh let's go fuck somebody exactly yeah, on, exactly go. you're not going in there like oh I, I hope i hope these guys are really fast yeah exactly yeah. Catch a ball really nice make some friends come on yeah. no you're like yo i'm gonna fucking yeah, i wasn't there, there to make friends right. but they weren't prepared for that situation mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so like the cypher starts like we get there whatever I don't know what kind of impression we made, but it, it I was it was for the first time some dope ass motherfuckers. Okay, let's sharpen fucking our swords. Yeah. Dog. let's freaking let's go. This is this is what we do it for. We're we're roasting each other all the time. Right, we're right. building it. Ah, let's go. Fresh yeah. food right. and stuff. But what it became was because it got to the point. The first time you're talking about was it in my backyard? It was, was in your backyard, the okay. same exact place where the next week we ended up bringing Mike Ripple. Yes. but it was the week before that. Yes, you know. So, so yeah, we get there and there's like a cypher starts and shit. So I'm like, all right, you know, you start rhyming. I think Serum spits some shit or whatever. 
and then I jump in and and like again the whole shit it was still kind of peace like people were just rhyming like doing their thing or whatever mm. so after I go I think it was serum or mind shift or somebody threw a little jab mm-hmm. and then somebody else threw a little jab and then I somebody even put else it past me man I'm just, I was it, it might have been yeah, you yeah, too yeah. yeah so like I start going back and forth. With like four or five different people. <laughs> Nobody. Just me. Yes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I'm looking at North. I'm looking at Agony. And North, you ever seen the the Homer Simpson gif when he goes back yeah, into the right. into the bush? Up, yeah. That was North. Like North. Yo, they were just sitting there. Looking North down. went back into the bush. Just, yeah. Well, his feet the, weren't even moving. He just no, like. Yeah. Yo, I, think, I think it was Agony comes in for like freaking eight bars. Blah, blah, blah. Agony came just, in and, and, and spit a verse yeah. eventually. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was just like a verse loose and stuff. And eventually. Back. And we were like, okay, okay, okay. You're done. Okay, so yeah, so like we ended up and, and it was dope, you know what I'm saying? So um but they're thinking after the after the night, you know what I'm saying? They were like, yo, we got ambushed. <laughs> like that's and to this day they believe that shit to this day, <laughs> no, you know. Man. Yo, honestly what what it what it was was fucking we we actually got to experience what fucking a real dope fucking cipher was, man, and and, and that's so, so that was like the first Kind of like the thing for, like that for y'all too. For like us, big, for us having somebody from yeah, no, not even man. You because um, we us, were from outside of your circle. Yeah, so, so like so, you, you were used to rhyming. So with aside like those, from that, you know, you know how when you had Source over here, he was there like yeah, H is o, H was always had a way of freaking um of manipulating things or uh-huh, making uh-huh. shit come. <laughs> he says that, but what's funny is that at, at the beginning he was the one that was bringing the freaking sacrifices to the altar. Okay, <laughs> you know, okay. Because since mm-hmm. he went to uh, since he went to South Date Adult Center, he knew all the cats from down south that rhymed and shit. Okay. I don't know if you ever met Kanasi or um, or Ghost and shit from down there, but he um, he would bring cats over just during the week and we'd freaking rhyme. And it was like that. It was competitive. We were freaking bombing. Yeah. And if you had that one angle and you were stuck on that angle, we're going to crack on you for that and right. flex. Right. So, um, so whatever, everybody that came through, it was shot by fire. Right. Yeah. But we, we felt like that's the way that you built. Cause right. the next time you, you guys were in, culture. you guys that's were in, on, you yeah. guys were in, our, in the apartment, you guys were in the freaking pro fresh apartment. We were chilling there battling and they came over with no, no feeling like, Oh, we're gonna get jumped in here. This and this and that. Yeah, not, yeah. not not that feeling. We're just there's some hip hop shit, but this is the scene where it's dope to do it to the point where and th- and that always amazes me because I don't know how it grew to that point. I know I invited people from from our from our um, our telemarketing freaking office and shit. There was mm-hmm. a bunch of people that came out that freaking round from there. You guys brought freaking some people, but that night, yo, it was seventy eight deep outside. In the back of a building shared by four apartments, yeah. we were there till two in the morning because the show runs to two in the morning, smoking, drinking, rhyming loud as fuck, right? right? And no cops ever came out. Wow. Yeah. We did this shit for freaking maybe a good three months, dog. Yeah. Right. And they must ne- have been enjoying you know, the shows, the neighbors. Ne- yeah. Ne- never freaking, never, never getting harassed, and it was crazy, dog. And me freaking high as hell and drunk. Thinking, oh, yeah, that so or they didn't want to fuck with seventy eight motherfuckers yeah. out there, you know, I, I, drinking I, and yeah, smoking. Shit, it, was freaking, it was nuts, but it, there were there were people rhyming and then there were just people hanging out and yeah. girls just chilling there and shit. I yeah, remember that. I, uh, you remember um, what was his name, man? Uh, not Mike Ripper, but freaking uh, what, what do you call himself, brother? Steve oh, Ripper. Steve Ripper. That's man. why we brought yo, Mike Ripper. <laughs> so like in the midst of this battle, my man and he, yo, he's a cool ass dude too. Steve Both of them, they're 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 Steve Ripper. Twins, yeah, yeah, yeah his twin brothers, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His Wait, name's Steve. Is his name Steve? Yeah. Or? 
His name's Steve. Okay. So that so what happened is he calls himself Steve Ripper in the in the middle of his shit, and I'm like, hold up, man, because Mike Ripper is the homeboy, and Mike Ripper's real name is Steve. That's so, that's the so I, I called him out on that. That's right. what that that's actually what happened. Like we, I start I started going at him, and I mentioned that I was like, you know, about him biting Mike Ripper's name or whatever. Mm-hmm. And what happened is, we went back later, and I told Mike Ripper, I was like, yo, man, there's some dude out there. Calls himself Steve Calls Ripper. Calls himself Steve Ripper, my dude. You know what I'm saying? He's like, oh, we going. You know what I mean? And that's when we showed up the next week with Mike Ripper. And that Mike Ripper is so like, fine, yeah, fucking Miami legend. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And he's he uh, he was Superman's cousin. So yeah. Oh, yeah, he was Soup's cousin. Yeah, yeah he was Soup's man. cousin. So, yeah, that was already like family ties and shit. But, yeah, we brought him through and he murdered that shit, bro. And, and, and but imagine Mike Ripper, this cat that's freaking... Killing cats on big battles, man. In mm-hmm. Miami, the biggest battles that were going down at the strip joints and yeah. shit. He was freaking and had shit thing. on the radio. And had shit yeah. playing on the radio. He had a van rolling. Had the rolly roll the van mm-hmm. with his logo on it. It's freaking crazy. Yeah. So um, and he shows up at our fucking battle to battle this young high school kid. Imagine what that did for freaking for him at Steve that Ripper. time to be that, like, <laughs> yo, I get a chance to fucking defend my name against this fucking big name. And it was no diva shit or something. It was the real freaking bubbling of the community, freaking the MC community growing. And from there, right, a bunch of shit came after that, man. The freaking, you remember the jam at um at Hot Wheels? Oh, yeah. Fucking the battle over there where oh, we freaking yeah, battled yeah, yeah, with yeah, SLP yeah. and you guys were on SLP's freaking side and we we're yeah. freaking battling back and forth, mm. right? Yo, anytime the pros went out, we we were like like uh Steve Ripper. He he was he was freaking going through the fire. He yeah. would come in and we'd fucking roast him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we'd go to places where his crew was, but from there bubbled up groups like So What. Mm-hmm. And from yeah. So What came freaking Parable, who right. freaking represented as fucking lovely in the world freaking rap. The world rap championships, championships yeah. and shit. Right? So the world rap championships, because of Parable, is how I got put on to a lot of these cats that I f- still follow to this day in modern battle, battle rap. rap. Like yeah, That's man. how I learned about Immaculate and Thesaurus. That's how I learned about Disaster. Smack, that's how I learned about all like, those cats. Smack is like, oh, if it ain't Smack. No, man, th- this shit all stems back to that. And I think mm-hmm. before that, Maybe the um, maybe you remember the 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 Jive battle was it Jive? But the Smack DVDs were out before that. The Smack DVDs were coming were out before that, and that was acapella format. It was with Murder Mook and shit like that. So You're right. like so so you know what, what, what I think is with with battle rap is, and it's pretty obvious that there's like two sides yeah. of it, right? There's like what's now KOTD, which mm-hmm. came from Grime Time, which came from World Rap Championships, mm-hmm. which like to me came from like scribble jam and all that exactly. other stuff before it, you know? And then there's a the smack, which is considered like the street battlers, you know, Word. which all came from like the smack battles and like Cassidy. Yeah. Are those the ones that they used to show on, uh, on MTV late at night, the freaking in the double headed dog or the that was the, dog? by the, by the pool table, there was a pool table. That was, a. Uh, that's where Jen battled Sirius Jones. Yeah, yeah, Fight that's Club. what I'm talking about. That's okay. Fight Club. Mm, yeah. That's who, right. who put out Fight Club? I don't know. But that that was considered like that same genre, like mm-hmm. street battles. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I think Smack DVD was before that though. The Smack DVDs is like the first time I ever seen Murder Mook and like that side. That what's now like the URL battlers, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I think was birthed at Smack DVD. And what's like most of like the KOTD stuff, to me, I don't know if you if if I'm wrong, you know what I mean? But that that comes from like the Scribble Jam yeah, lineage, I, I, yeah, yeah, right? The, the, the lineage that freaking 
battled from from good MC shit from hip hop from making idea music. exactly thesaurus the, like all those guys you know like they, they were birthed out of that exactly yeah, the yeah. ideas the slugs the freaking right, right. brother Ali the Sage Francis right. the freaking the the rhyme sayer some freaking, dope names right. yeah for sure yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, that was like that. That kind of came from that vinyl but, underground scene. But in that's the, what in I'm saying. So these dudes, and that's what we what we all aspire to do. Say we're paying our dues, mm-hmm. right? Rhyming, sharpening our pens, and recording. To so one day our music gets out there with respect, right? Right. Like we saw the cats who were coming out of the Midwest doing, right? Mm-hmm. Like we thought, because when you heard freaking at least for us when we heard the the shit that. Farrell was putting out and freaking company flow and stuff. You're like, damn, these niggas must fucking do this shit. Must be the grimiest ass cats. And we were just trying to freaking to live it wherever we right. were freaking. And it was dope that there was a scene for that. Cause I always tell, tell freaking my boy, Charlie fast. And I always tell freaking Orion that we're lucky that there was that kind of scene here for right. us to grow up and, right, right. and to experience. Mm-hmm. Right. We had a scene where, you know, you, you guys are always talking about how, is everything just a simulation and stuff? And blah, <laughs> right? We 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 really right. This we, is we, what we, we're known for. Yeah, right? we, we, <laughs> we we were talking earlier about how freaking it doesn't matter to get known here in locally as an artist as mm-hmm. much as getting your reach out. And it's when when people in other states in other countries know you that that's when your the right. success starts rolling in right. because mm-hmm. it starts generating. Um, here we've been so. I guess on an island on an island and, and everything is self-sufficient here because it is such a party city, right? Right. Mm. That we've always had venues where we could perform, right? Right. You could live your whole rap career here and think you're, you're successful just by rocking for 50 people a night. Mm. Right. And, and be under that facade and then not go nowhere. Mm. Right. And, and that's, that's the whole thing that um, just, we, we went through that, that era yeah. And it was always the, well, how do we get to the next level where mm-hmm. our music is going out there? And that's where that's where the the obstacle happened for me of how do I get my, my music out there and record it? And for me, man, honestly, as an MC, I loved that part. And I've always been there and I've always been a promoter of that. So that's why I got into hosting shows and hosting battles, mm-hmm. doing something where now the next man could showcase his skills. Because mm-hmm. I got to where... I know I could I, I know I could spit, but there was another side of it that I just never learned. The the, the putting the music outside of it, mm-hmm. right? I just it didn't interest you. I mean, maybe like I don't know. Your thing was to do the art and yeah. not care how it's sold. The serious the serious thing. I've recorded mad songs. Yeah, I don't have a I don't have a drive with any of my music on it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yo, cool. I've lost so many rhyme books. I've lost so many recordings. Yeah. Right. That. Any the the small things I do, I think I might have a collection of maybe 15, 20 songs that I know. Bomb, I have them I'm here. I'm gonna find that shit right. and put out an album. Yo, up, I wish somebody. <laughs> Human Sushi Records. Yeah, Human Human but I, I do want to talk about like your transition from being an artist uh, to being a facilitator of sorts, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but first, I'm gonna propose that we take a little break so I could go take a piss. Man. All right. I, I need some water. Break. I got fucking caught him up like a motherfucker. <laughs> That's what happens when they leave me alone with the equipment. And, and we're back. And we are back. No, 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 uh, no flexing. And uh, I don't, what was that you said? A uh, freaking uh, shameless plug or whatever. No flex. Is that? <laughs> but uh, dog, thank God for water, dog. Yeah. 
I was dying. The last sentences I was saying, every word was coming out like cardboard. Dog. I was freaking, <laughs> turning into freaking, hey, what's the, the styrofoam that packages your boxes? That, that tends to happen. Uh, uh, the cellophane? Is that what you're talking about? Well, no, no the, not the yeah, cellophane. Yeah, the, no. What is it? The freaking, those white freaking um, styrofoam <laughs> right, patties right, and shit? Right. Just crumbled up spit coming out of my mouth. And shit, <laughs> solid spit and shit. Uh, Visuals. It tends yeah. to be a problem on this podcast. Yeah. Cotton mouth. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I wonder why. Yes. Is anything else uh, rolled up? Not right. No. Yeah. We slack I today. Yeah. We, we had a clip outside, but whatever. Oh, well. So, yeah. Yeah. We still have this room. But, um. Here, let me get that. Here you go, brother. <laughs> He's like, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. Dude. That's exactly what I was referring to. Dun, 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 Thank you, sir. Like a little break music <laughs> while we light up. Right. <laughs> so, uh, what's, what's this right here? Oh, that doesn't work. No. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I want to talk about that a little bit. So, we, I talked about, like, we met, you know, as as rappers. Mm-hmm. That's when I met you. H2O was a rapper to me. Mm-hmm. You know rap, what I'm saying? Rap rivals. Rap rivals, uh, yep. you know, and that's something we kind of hadn't mentioned. We were just talking about it yeah. off air, right? Like, our crew and your crew were kind of rivals, you yeah, know, because we, we had yeah. kind of, like, different styles and different shit. Different styles. Yeah. Those were the cats that we considered to have that wax out, but out of all the cats... They were the dope ones that mm-hmm. had that style. Right, and stuff. right. This right. was 98. And we considered you guys like backpackers. Like, backpackers, oh, that's that exactly, backpack yeah, shit. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? This was yeah. 98? This was uh, 99. 99? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I was just starting to smoke weed. And But the thing is that, like, I was a closet backpacker, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, word, that's word. the thing. Like, I was always into the, not so much, like, the Def Jux, but I was always into, like, the raucous record stuff. Word, like, word. that's that's mm-hmm. the shit that I, uh, well, that but, that I really yeah, liked. Yeah, but I, you know? I, I think at that era, that was fucking, everybody freaking got touched by it somehow. And shit. Yeah. Those were the dope fucking records to fucking Most buy. Most is one of the greatest ever. Yeah, man. Very underrated. Even, even cats that freaking, even cats freaking that, that came up in that wave, right, now everything's a wave, but in that style, yeah. right back then, of that that Corleone style is how how I how I describe it. That, that New that York, broke off, that that New York freaking yeah, dancer, yeah. freaking the Biggie, the like the the one that Biggie kind of birthed. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that whole that whole Biggie Nori freaking Raekwon birthed freaking yeah, like that, that Gambino rap. Yeah, that, the Gambino yeah. rap and shit. That shit, everybody was on that. I I remember. I used to, yo, you guys want the illest H2O gem ever, dog? Human Sushi is about to get it, dog. Drop it. The exclusive. So as I told you, I used to freaking, I used to listen to to Thursday Night Hip Hop Shop on VU and fucking all the time. And and I always used to hear Garcia on there and EFN always used to go on there with the all. They used to show Mad Love. And there was nobody doing street freaking promotion like EFN and his crew, dog. Not even close. They they were the masters of that shit. He is the master of that shit. And uh, so they were on the fucking radio all the time. And I used to hear him and I used to get hyped because I'm like, yo, dope fucking... a crew from right here in Kendall. Yeah. They're going to have dope music. And they used to play their shit. And that shit sounded like freaking No Frills, Capone, and Noriega. Mm-hmm. Right? That shit sounded like freaking, yo, all their styles sounded like that. That New York shit yeah. that was like cool that's at the time. Yeah, like <laughs> that Queen shit that was freaking, um, that Nori style, dog, that's the only way. And then when they start hanging, I'll be like, and, and props to Nori and EFN doing freaking drink champs and stuff. Yes. That That's just me as an outside listener, mm. how I used to hear it. I'm like, that that sounds like, like that. I'm like, because the first... Kendall cats I ever heard. I don't know if you ever heard this shit, dog. There was some cats in Kendall. I've never met this man face to face. I think he moved to New York. They were called Opium for the Masses. Huh. Mm-hmm. 
and he lived on the Ave, and he used to send his shit in to him and stuff. And it's three songs. One of them is called Bahapantis. Bahapantis. I get around <laughs> with the untied down yeah. sound. Yo, I'll send that shit to you. And they used to play that shit from freaking, uh, he's that like freaking, I'll turn Kendall into Atlanta. Oh, oh yo, fucking fire shit. So it was some dope shit. I'm like, yo, where are these kind of cats out here? Mm-hmm. And when I saw that the cats out here were freaking repping, then I'm like, I need to find, there's gotta be cats. And when I found them, I gravitated. We were on some, this is our shit. That's your shit. Yeah, yeah. Let's see how we freaking dance. Right. Yeah. And we were into that shit. And then it bled over into the big battles and stuff. And we were doing battles on stage and shit. Yeah. Two on twos and stuff. And we grew up in that. And that's how Recognize grew up and freaking Jin grew up in the scene. And um and Serum freaking grew up to be a lawyer. But then they started doing music and I freaking I started doing music with Recognize as the Rats as the Little Rats with Rudy Goblin mm. um, we uh, we traveled up to Scribble Jams Recognize and Serum battled in Scribble Jams fucking dope as hell Recognize ends up battling Juice mm. and freaking Serum battled Juice no? no Rec battled Juice and the beat oh you're right you're right and the beat you're cuts right. out on freaking on Rec the beat and cuts Rec out. keeps on fucking yeah yeah going yeah on, and then he stops and stumbles on and stuff but yeah, battles J.U.I.C. fucking... We got to talk battle rap, too. Yeah, man, because that's about... We, we, we that's started talking about it, but... Uh, uh, don't worry, we're, we're freaking slithering through it. But uh, <laughs> but freaking having lived it and and seeing that it's it's not so much as... It's it's half about the product that, that you put out as, as an artist, but it's also about the experience that this culture has had and, and that it offers, right? Right. Because that's the whole thing. Do you discourage somebody from practicing their art because they're not going to be a multi-platinum selling artist. So that's a that's a good question. That's a struggle that I always have, right? Because in my mind, for myself, the way I live my life, if I can't be the best or think that I have a chance at least at being near the top, mm-hmm. like I usually am going to say, hmm. Don't invest your time in it. Don't invest my time in it. But I've learned, obviously, that everything takes hard work and you don't really know until you try, right? Mm-hmm. You don't know... You can't go really, you can't make that call without actually really putting time in and effort and then judging it, you know? So, gotcha. so, so, but, the, and that, that, and I'm sorry, just no, to finish no, no. that thought, but anything can happen at any time, too. Yeah. So, I, you know, there's, you've heard that story of this guy been doing music for years and then all of a sudden he tries something new and the song is a fucking huge success, right? Be- so Benny like, the Butcher is freaking 38 or something. Yeah. yeah. Right? Freaking metal, mm-hmm. and now he's fucking popping off. Mm-hmm. Right. Right, and that's or happening a lot more lately. Yeah. You know? And um, but what I'm saying is, so then the 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 measure mm-hmm. of success is how much money you make. So if I if I'm not gonna make money at it, then not follow it. So if you have, I, I can't. That that's where I struggle, and that's why I love hip hop because hip hop gives avenues for. Um, mm-hmm. It's my my wife calling me, making sure I'm not with a woman. <laughs> not with a woman, baby. He's here. Yeah. So uh, there's um, nothing going on. Alibi. Yeah. What Pre-recorded. No. Uh, well, that was on that dog. day. You said that about the other day. No. <laughs> it was a long episode. This, this was motherfucker fun. already this thought of the whole argument. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's um, exactly what she would say. But uh, but it it gives avenues for people to practice the art that they're that they're enjoying mm-hmm. right whether it be how many people got into art because of graph right mm. how many people got into dance because of breaking or hip-hop dance right shout out and to break dance that just got into the olympics into the olympics yes. Yes. So, yes. so imagine if sometime in the last two decades mm. b-boys would have said 
there's no way we can monetize this. Right. I can't be a mo- I can't make as much as a multi-platinum selling artist. So yeah. let me stop b-boying and but that's my different. time in that. That's talking about the art form as a whole, not the artist. There's a difference. Well, of I'm course, it's the artist because it's the artist that has to make that choice to stick with something, even though there's no like financial gain from it. That's what you I'm know saying. what's a good parallel to that? Look at all the think of all the guys that grew up like champion wrestlers that mm-hmm. never had something like the UFC where they could professionally utilize their fucking talents. All they had is the Olympics. Right. You know what I mean? That, you know, if they had stopped just because there was no financial gain, we wouldn't have something like the UFC but today. But you're gaining something from there. Like, number one, there I believe there's always wrestling competitions, right? Like, even after you... Financial gains. Financial gains. If you can't make a living off it, you know what I mean? And these but people... But you can still spe- be the best. So, I wasn't talking about but, making a living. I was talking about... But I'll tell, I'll tell so, you then thing. we have to define what you mean by the best. Are we talking about financially mm-hmm. successful or, or no, are you I'm, talking about skill like... Skill-wise. Right, skill-wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, 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 now that brings up... My bad to cut so you off. Cool. But that, that brings another question. Mm-hmm. Are you measuring yourself against other people or are you trying to be the best that you can be? Because like, if you're measuring yourself against other people, that's completely subjective. Dude. Mm-hmm. You know, like but who's to I say that like a black thought or a most deaf rhyme? I think to myself, like I could never be that good. You know what I'm saying? Like they're just so damn good. Like I'm just never going to be that good. Exactly. You know, but but others they inspire to say, I want to try to be that and more. And it it gives you the opportunity to do it, the avenue to do it. Just like, just like it, the art begets art. It it keeps inspiring. Right. Right. What's going to happen with b-boying in the Olympics is huge. There's going to be an explosion of like, I hope so. Imagine when you watch the Olympics. It's a beautiful, beautiful. Okay. What you said about, you hear black thought rhyme Mm -hmm. and you say, I can never be like that. I watch, the motherfucking Olympic gymnastics team do their shit. I'm there like, oh, fuck, I wish I could do something like that. Yeah. I know I can never do something like that, mm-hmm. right? But when I saw freaking Greg Luganis and yo, freaking props to all, to all my to all my pride people out there and stuff, for the first time I saw Greg Luganis and stuff, and he freaking won the gold medal diving, mm-hmm. I went the next day to freaking Jose Mati Park Pool, right? And went up, they had a freaking two diving boards, <laughs> a small one and a tall one. And I went up there. I don't like I had, where this is going. Dude. I had in my mind, I am 12 years old now. In four years, I'll be 16. In four years, I can train and be an Olympic diver. Mm, right. I yeah. want to be a diver. Right, right. And I freaking went to Jose Marti Park Pool, and I went up to the big freaking uh, diving board, and I went all the way up there, and I got to the freaking edge of it, and I said, bum, and I jumped, and I noticed I didn't know how to dive, dog, oh. and I stuck frozen and did the biggest belly flop everywhere yo the tall freaking diving board pure belly flop i I came up and the fine ass freaking lifeguard was on the edge looking at me she's like are you okay (laughs) jump off the small you (laughs) should have done like homie in the sandlot and pretended you were passed out Damn. But, yo, uh, he's the man. Yo, he's the best character in that movie. I don't give a fuck. What was the his guy name? with the glasses? Uh, fuck. What was his name, man? Yeah, yeah, or something like that. Nah, yeah, yeah was the guy that says yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was a dude that just wisp that just repeats everything the last yeah. guy Tommy said. Tommy two times <laughs> <laughs> something like that. Yeah, but he was <laughs> the man. A classic. Yeah, the movie is a classic. But um, but yeah, man. And and to lead into what you were saying about the facilitating, that's what I loved about hip hop. That it gave 
that it gave the generation in the 80s that was freaking, that was being riddled by gangs mm -hmm. and drugs and freaking the inner cities an outlet to start practicing their art and their freaking, and, and giving an outlet to them. And it kept growing like that. And I got to experience that. Mm -hmm. And as a, I got into hip hop because of the music. I got into the music because of the video jukebox. Yo MTV raps, Rap City, right? That was coming through the TV, right? And that's how we all got it. So it started our own subculture. Mm -hmm. Okay, now we're listening. We're all fans and shit. And I just got the crazy idea of I can do that. Mm -hmm. And so I started practicing, started growing. And I always loved that I had the chance of experiencing it. So when I got older and I had my kids and I still wanted to do it, right? But I, I had to be realistic with myself and say, mm -hmm. You know what? I don't freaking I don't I don't see myself putting out record, but I want to be involved in it, mm -hmm. and I and I love it. I want to promote it, and I'm already tied in with the scene, and so I said, and no, at, at the time, really, what it was was I knew how it worked. Mm -hmm. That if if I was making music with some guys, I would have to go kiss an ass to the venues to try to get a show in there, mm -hmm. right? So I said, why don't I just throw the show myself, right? Host it. And then whenever I want to rhyme and shit, I'll be the host during it and stuff. Mm -hmm. And we started doing the whole Vice City Cypher thing. Mm -hmm. And we, we thought promoting your music as your own, right? Mm -hmm. You are the opposition to everybody else because everybody else got their music that they're, they're self promoting. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm making my moves. So how do, if I we try to go at it as a group every time that we go to a show and it's it's what happens as mm -hmm. MCs in hip hop it's what happens as b boys it's what happens as graph writers mm -hmm. as a DJ the neck the the DJ who's coming after is listening to this DJ is like I'm gonna outdo him right right yeah. and freaking the DJ who's playing now he's like oh I, I better make sure that this motherfucker don't play better shit than me and mm -hmm. shit right and it's that that competition you fucking want to shine and stuff so when we went to perform with it like we gotta make sure we rock this crowd nastier yeah. than them mm -hmm. right. Like we can't rock after them, right. yo, fucking, and that that was always the mentality. So I knew that that was the mentality in the scene. So I said, if we're gonna come out with music, am I gonna try to compete against these guys, or is there a smarter way of promoting us? Right. And it was through, let's start throwing let's events. Mm. And by throwing events, mm -hmm. I could tell people, let's come, mm -hmm. and I can introduce you to their crowd. Mm -hmm. I can introduce them to your crowd. I can introduce a new crowd about. And we start building, and that's how I started using the, my, my social media platform, always to promote other people's things. I've always been of a my, my Christian upbringing has always taught me that the humble person that puts the next person first mm -hmm. comes out good, right? right? And and the wise man doesn't doesn't toot his own horn, right? Doesn't come out, oh look what I'm doing, look at this and that. Mm -hmm. Let somebody else say, yo, this shit is fire. You guys got to listen to that. If I put something out, I'm there like, yo, listen to my shit. It's dope. Right. right? Of course you're going to say it. You're trying to push your own shit. Of right? course. But somebody else is fucking starts talking about it, and that pushes that out. And that's what I always tried to be. And in doing that, we started Street Wars Battles, uh, the Vice City Cypher shows and stuff. We had Miami's first uh, rap battle league mm. out here, Street Wars and stuff, where Drops Dirty came out of, where Thousand came out of. Um, what up, know. Charlie? Yo, so, uh, and then after that, we left the scene with freaking Street Wars, Art of War came out, and we came back and we just started doing strictly shows, and we tried to do shows where cats could get paid off of the shows mm -hmm. by, by bringing out their crowds and selling their tickets to their crowds, and finding a way where we could promote the local scene and have a place where even if 
Yeah. Really a place where I could still cipher, dog. Right, <laughs> yeah. exactly. That's where I could bring all these MCs the out and, 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 and give them a place where they could experience it still. Yeah. And their yeah. fans could come out and experience it. And it was it. crucial at that time in the scene, too, because, like, you know, <coughs> by that point, like, EFN had, because EFN and Crazy Hood had the cut. Right, yep. and that was like a big outlet for for I went, a while. I went there a couple of times to actually. the cut, mm-hmm. yeah, and that was like what two thousand four, two thousand four, two thousand five. I never went out. Where, where was that? The cut. It was like nah, near man. the bay somewhere, right? Like, yeah, and that was like a big outlet. Like everybody used to rock there back in the day, like the hip hop scene. Was and that shit. by the Omni? Yes. Yes. Yes, behind the Omni, that yeah. had a freaking yeah, saxophone. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, we rocked there once. Yeah. yeah the yeah. cut. The cut. Yeah. Um, but you know, I was EFN, over there in my in my Wu wear shirt, my Wu wear jeans, nice <laughs> from, nice. Rock, from reggae, rock wear shirt, from reggae wear, wear jeans. Yeah. Yeah. from reggae wear yeah. shit. <laughs> Littles used to work there before and I reggae wear. Reggae wear, yeah, wow, dope fucking job. Come yeah. on with all the mecca shirts, though. But um, like you know, by the time you started doing the Vice City Cipher, it was like 2009, 2010, 2008, right? 2009, so like 2009, that's 2010. what I'm saying. Like EFN had kind of moved on to bigger things. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Freaking... They weren't doing the cut anymore, and it was like so. So you filled a void that the scene, and you know, coincidentally, me at the time like mm-hmm. really needed. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And that was like around the time I had gone to film school. I had a couple like failed film projects that almost got off the ground and didn't. And so I kind of was like fed up with film and I was like, let me start dabbling into the music again. Word. And you were like really the the main outlet at the time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like you guys were like, that's how I kind of got back into the scene. It was through you guys, I through t- your still, shows. Still to this day, freaking um, the pages that we had up for Vice City Cypher and shit, there's still people that freaking from out of town that are traveling here that I get hit up. Yo, we want to freaking book a date and stuff. Mm. Freaking the other day I got wow. hit up by freaking a couple members, like loose members of fucking of Wu Syndicate and stuff. Okay. Right. He's like, yo, I, I, I was part of Son of Man and stuff. Uh, we're we're going to be down there in the stand. We need a place to freaking perform and shit. And I'm like, yo, hit, nice. up, uh, hit up a freaking... <laughs> Heron and yeah, stuff, yeah. and I and I pass on the information yeah. stuff. I'm like, I don't, I don't do that shit. Yeah, Heron's the one doing. Yeah, Heron's it now. doing everything. Yeah, he's real doing big. It now. He's, yeah. he's patching real nice and stuff. Yeah. But um, but we and we were just, I was just a freaking twenty year old cat man, late twenty with, with two kids and stuff, and just trying to freaking have freaking performance nights, open mic nights that are freaking that we could still we introduce that, that dope man. of that dope hip hop yeah. to the new wave of cats that were sounding like. The little wings, the Drakes. We need yeah. to bring that, that shit back, so. but on YouTube now, like more ciphers, like not not so much battles, but I think ciphers on YouTube. And and, and, and I mean they're out there, and, and, and it's about um it's about now just showcasing the the cats and, and in different ways, and and we could you guys could definitely freaking have a, a dope cipher where you were talking about having the the year an event like and stuff. an event yeah. yeah where and with all the with all the artists yeah. that would be a dope cipher of all the different artists in miami to, right. to showcase and stuff i always thought we i mean we don't have a picture of freaking all of miami's mcs out there and all the families that would be dope because i think and that's the whole thing once with the internet everybody's eyes are out and who's above it and stuff and if there's no way of documenting the 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 history that we had here, right? And it, whatever, it's our nostalgia and stuff, mm-hmm. but it still deserves its good documentation because some some great entrepreneurship came out of Miami, definitely right? with with EFN and yeah. wanting to drink champs and stuff and what they were doing with the freaking with the crazy home uh, crazy hood film academy, um, with uh, just just the scene growing, right? And to say, yo. Um, this 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 was 
our era and this is what happened. This is why we believe in this. And I think it's it's too easy to to let it go. And say, oh, it happened. I, I I look back at it and now with my kids they they bring me to reality. Yeah. You know? When my kids are listening to it, I'm they're like, Yo, you know I used to rhyme, right? I recorded a Christian hip hop album recently, just last year, man, and mm-hmm. we're with my boy and stuff. We put an album called Dead Free Together and stuff. Real dope stuff, just honest stuff about me and the things I was going through in my life at that time. Mm-hmm. And um, and most of all, I recorded it like that to, to be able to have something I could play in the car without cursing for the kids because my, my kids are from, at that time, my daughter was seven mm-hmm. and stuff. My, my youngest uh, stepson was 10. So I'm here like, when freaking when when Sean Price died, man, it was it was hard for me, bro. Cause I'm here like, yo, I want to play some freaking Sean P in the car, yeah. mm, and I yeah. got my kids there. And my man's talking about selling all this crack <laughs> and freaking all this shit. I'm here like, damn, brother. It's yeah. it's like so. I wanted to have something that I'm I'm there like, yo, I could that you play, could play, yeah, mm-hmm. and and they could they could hear, and they're like, yo, my dad's talking to me on this, mm-hmm. writing some some good shit that they could grow up with. So uh, so I recorded that and I showed it to my stepson that likes freaking. The slump god and the right. little yachties and the freaking mm. little pump and stuff and uh, his freaking favorite rapper is X and shit he cries fucking wanna, he won't let you talk bad about X and stuff extension and shit yeah, 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 right? yeah. he's like yo yo chill chill don't talk bad about him and shit like super serious too, yeah. right and um and I show him my shit and he clowns on me dog he oh, said like he's like he's like yo that shit's corny. I'm <laughs> like, yo, I, that that's freaking 14 songs of my heart in there, dog. You don't freaking yeah. like that. You don't like that hook and shit. Like, like, He'll oh, appreciate whatever. it one but day. The, no, man, he walks by me singing my hooks and stuff. So uh, it freaking it hits the shit. But they're, mm. they're so, uh, so like, I don't know, man. It's the funny thing that we're talking before. You build up so much time and invest so much time in it, mm. saying that, but then it flips on you, yeah, right? right? And you're like, yeah. oh, what now? So now where it's gotten to is... I, I gave when I, I had a divorce. I went through a divorce, and mm-hmm. my my ex wife was my business partner. Really, okay, right, and uh, we used to do all the shows together, and that nightlife ended up becoming the destruction of our family. Mm-hmm. Just being out there too much, mm-hmm. not taking care of home, and um, and it really freaking it cost us freaking our home. Pop, separate. Yeah. Had to go through my freaking my time of rebuilding and not giving. When some shit like that happens, yeah, right. Dog, hip hop, fuck a hip hop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yo, of course, yeah. Fuck, fuck takes a, a backseat for sure. Bars, dog. Yeah. Fuck, yeah. fuck a dope hook. You gotta I, rebuild yo, yourself. Yo, I, I stopped listening to freaking rap complete. Dog, I started listening to some freaking emo indie pop and shit, not indie pop like <laughs> like indie folk and shit. And freaking, Coldplay, and yo, shit. straight up Coldplay, freaking yo, two door cinema oh, club, freaking running, freaking mad at Hey, that's my shit though. Yo, straight up, yo, freaking. Of um, course you like Coldplay. Of course I like Coldplay and and two door, two door cinema club too. Uh, temper trap, dog. Yo, you're uh, emo, dog. Yeah, yo, you're emo, shit, dog. Dude, I don't know why you're saying that. No, but me, but bro. but at least at that time I'm here like, yo, these guys are talking about freaking the shit I'm feeling. Right yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Fucking, yeah. I don't want to. Sure. I don't want to hear how dope. There's you are a time right for everything. Hey, I did a fucking auto tune album after a breakup, so you, I'm the I'm you, the you last guy I, that I can talk shit. I never knew you dropped that album. I yeah. just saw it the other day and stuff, and I gotta yeah. freaking check that shit out. Yeah, it's like I'm singing the whole time. Oh yeah, except for like two songs or something. Yeah, and on that shit I spit fire. It's emotional. Yeah, it's emotional. Emotional for sure. That's your Fonte album and shit. But that was like no, but that was you know at the time it was like there was a breakup and I was just at a you know in that period of your life that it's like bro this is the only way I can express that you it was know what I mean that like you could bars create, weren't yeah. doing it so I was like let me see if I could find a different way to to, to get that, out. that you could create because for me dog it was yo I didn't mm. I freaking I was in a bad place man but whatever come out of it and um and 
now my 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 fiance and shit girl's got a freaking hell of a head on her shoulder and stuff she's about freaking yo let's more bomb let's let's be successful mm-hmm. where we're going and stuff so um whatever man now freaking father of freaking six kids and shit freaking try to teach them right about just life man and, mm-hmm. and it's bigger but i still listen to my hip-hop on the side and they look at me freaking weird and they're like oh right because they don't they, they don't know me as that especially my my mm. stepkids my stepkids see me when when i got with their mom see me as a real straight edge guy and stuff. right like i stopped smoking for like three four years though, mm. right and um and they they see me freaking like so I, I i don't do it around them and shit and when they see now the freaking um, when I play it, I'm like, yo, how you like this and stuff? They're like, They're like I, don't know, I, I don't know how to read you, dog. <laughs> right, right. Should I sell drugs or should I? No, 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 don't sell the drugs, but it's no. dope, dog. <laughs> I'm here showing him the Freddie Gibbs and Mad Lib and don't stuff. Sell and, drugs. and all he's being, yo, I swear to God. Should this, I sell drugs? So, yo, I spent all day yesterday listening to the Freddie Gibbs. To earn Freddy, your love, father. The, you know, <laughs> I spent all day yesterday listening to the bandana of the Freddie Gibbs and Mad Lib. And freaking that shit is fire. And I woke up this morning, my first thought was, my kids are downstairs cooking crack. <laughs> you know, <so> <laughs> for breakfast. What have I done? <laughs> what have I done? Uh, yo, I'll be like, no, I've, this shit's freaking not good for me. Nah, but, uh, but that's like my parents showing me Hector Lavoe or some shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, it was yeah, but that that teaches you how to freaking pick a bitch up off the seat and dance with her and stuff. That, that yeah. shit's dope. And stuff. But or, he was on some thug shit. Yeah, I guess. Music, you know? I guess, but I guess. Yeah, and look at like country music too, man. They were talking about their guns and shit. Yeah, you know? like, yeah. yeah. Bar true. fights. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I, I don't know, man. Mask? I guess. Do they talk tr- about mask? Trust me. Tr- trust me. When, when, I don't know, man. Because I say trust me. When you guys have kids, this and that. But then there's cats that I freaking, that I hella respect. Like freaking Doc Faust and stuff from Algorithm and stuff. Mm-hmm. Freaking O'Neill. Uh, props to Faust, man. He, uh, yeah, he's a dope, he's yo, a dope dude. Faust yeah. is a freaking super dope cat. Yeah. Dope MC. Just cool, freaking creative and shit. Really good head on his shoulders yeah. and stuff. Shout and, out to uh, Faust, man. And uh, he's been raising his son Rhythm. Since he was a kid on some freaking militant hip hop shit. He named him Rhythm? He named him Rhythm, dog. The Rhythm, the Rebel, dog. Freaking Faust. I, I met Faust the first time at freaking, uh, back in the days, there used to be things called uh, called record stores, guys. If you name right. your kids Rhythm and your other kid Rebel, <laughs> like, damn, you're the a hip hop fan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, uh, but I, I, he, he used to work over at, uh, at Spe- not Specs, uh, at Sam Goody's mm. in Dadeland. Mm. The one that was across from freaking Foot Locker or yeah. Champs, or whatever. Yeah, no, that, from Foot Locker. And uh, I became Record Town later. I know yeah. that because I worked there. Oh, you worked there at <laughs> yeah. Record Town? So, so do you know Faust? Oh, no, he was like a freaking manager there. I mean, he probably wouldn't have told me his hip hop name. He was like, this <laughs> nerd, knows his name. Oh, this, nerd, this nerd doesn't listen oh, to no. hip hop. That's yeah. what he would have thought. Yo, I used, I used to go there to buy shit, right? And homie used to freaking diss me, uh-huh. right? He, I used to go, he said, like, you probably want this shit, and gave me the fucking Harlem world. Mm. Right, wow. I'm mean, like, get the fuck out of here! I don't want the fucking Harlem World. He's like, that. 24 that. hours is the shit, though. Huh? 24 hours is that on that track? Harlem World. Is 24 hours to live? Yeah, that, that was a dope song. That yeah. is fucking. That was a dope yeah. song. Yeah. I never gave that freaking album a freak. I would have frisbee that shit. So See, hard. I wasn't on no militant anything shit though. Like I listened to the Bad Boy shit. I listened to Biggie and all that. And I also listened to the underground shit. Like, I was really into like Brooklyn Academy and those yeah, cats. Like man, I was no, really yeah. into that shit. Not you know? me. I was only into like the radio friendly. You're still music like that. Video. I'm still like <laughs> the that. movies yeah. with everything. Yeah. yeah I need that, you, and, and still you don't see GOT? GOT is dope. Oh no, I don't want Game of Thrones. Oh we almost caught him. Almost caught him though. No, yeah. Nah, I still haven't watched it. 
I won't say Game of Thrones is whack because I've never seen it. Yeah. And what I've seen is, is dope. Like I've seen like, <laughs> <laughs> of course you will. <laughs> I'll say it's whack. Because yeah. the internet said it was whack. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. I believe everything I read. I, you know, I'll, I'll watch it eventually, you know. You will? I think I'll watch it eventually. I don't yeah. think you will. You, you know what? No. I'm that petty. I'll tell you one thing. It's a great binge show. Yeah. It, it mm. goes like that, it, and, and it'll keep you freaking wanting to freaking go. That's that too hyped. A, that, that shit's a great binge show. By the end, you'll be like, oh, whatever, mm. right? But um, you, you'll be ready for it. But you guys ever get into The Walking Dead? No. Yeah, I did, and I gave up on it after like after Negan. Yeah, I gave up on it. Did, yeah. you, ever, did you ever get into uh, the, Fear of the Walking Dead? No, no, the uh, the, the, the comic graphic, book. Yeah, the graphic novel. No, that shit is. I read graphic novels too. But I've okay. heard that a few times. That too, shit, that, that yeah, I heard it's crap. fire, yeah. and and it's a great way of reliving the story because it's it's got its differences. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Big difference. You freaking no uh, no Daryl and mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. Um, freaking uh, Carl in the freaking graphic novel is a motherfucking is a, is cheap, a bad guy, dog. right? No, yeah, he's, he's a freaking yo. In in the beginning, he's a. You remember how at the like season two and shit, he freaking fights the Punisher and shit, whatever. Sean, uh-huh, Shane uh-huh. is Shane, yeah. Shane is best friend and the shit. Punisher, I thought we were talking about Walking Dead. No, yeah, my man, the, who ends the, up man being the, Punisher, the dude who Netflix. plays the Punisher. Oh, got gotcha. Shane, okay, he's got Shane it. in the Walking Dead. Got it, got it. My man has been so typecast, but he's such a fucking great actor. Though. I love. Fucking he's dope man. as fuck. The he's, Punisher dude. Yeah, yeah no, he's he's, dope. Fucking dope he's great in that role. I just don't he really is, like so. the show that much. No, I didn't like Punisher that much. It got sleepy in the middle. I never got to see season two when they fucking took it off the air, right? No, no, it's still there. Is still it still? There. Oh, yeah, I gotta yeah, fucking yeah. jump on that yeah. shit. It's on Netflix. Yeah. But um, but in in the in the comic book, right in in the show, mm-hmm. fucking Rick shoots him under the fucking moonlight and shit. Right, feel that time shit. It's actually freaking Carl who fucking shoots him because mm. he's going to kill Rick, and Carl shoots that motherfucker through his throat. Blah, it takes off his th- yo nasty as fuck. And the guy's been raising him since they freaking since they escaped and shit. Yeah. So it's it's. Since then, Carl's freaking trajectory is mad crazy, and they'll mm. show that there. Mm. Also, Michonne, it's real dope. Do you like, still watch the show? Like, are you current on the show? Well, no, I'm I'm Netflix current. Mm. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, so gotcha. They're, like a season season they're about a season behind. Yeah. Right. Did you ever get into the show? Walking Dead. Yeah. No. 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 Never. No. I mean, what I, do you? What do I'll you tell like, you this right? about no Walking Dead. Yeah, I like comedy, man. Like, I watch a lot of like you know The Office, which the Netflix is uh, getting rid yeah, of. Yeah, I saw that yeah. fucking today. I got fucking binge that yeah. shit. Okay, okay, man. I said the Netflix. <laughs> the Netflix. <laughs> this guy's like, yeah, you really are a <laughs> the senior the citizen at heart, Doug. <laughs> The, 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 the world, the worldwide web. I read about it on the Facebook. <laughs> so, <laughs> what do you, what do you think about that about Netflix? Because that brings, like, that makes me think that Netflix is in trouble, right? Yeah. No, I think they still have some great stuff on. There, I, I, th- I think, th- I think the Disney, the Disney move, they're gonna take and a now bite. the NBC move. That when you said that, when you said that today, I'm like, yeah, when Disney did it, I'm like, all right. But when when NBC now started pulling, they whoa, how much content are we gonna have? And my big question was always, how bottomless are their pockets? Because that 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 I'm still waiting for it. But that freaking um, is that shit still going down? That Pacino, De Niro, freaking Pesci, yeah, that's happening. Freaking, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. That costs like freaking enough to build a space station and right. shit. Yeah. Right. And um, where are they getting that money from? They're Where did they Netflix get the money for all? What does that mean? There's what does a that meme. mean? But but they the thing about <laughs> there's a meme about it, man. You know what I mean? But Netflix, like, I don't think their business model is sustainable. I don't, man. Like, man, my stomach is growling. You hear it? Yeah, we're yeah. fucking hungry. <laughs> um, 
I don't think their business model sustainable. Like they they're gonna have to keep upping the price to justify the fucking eight billion dollars they spent last year on producing original content. Eight billion dollars. You think bro. maybe they're just inflating the value so they can sell it and be out? That's what's gonna happen. Right. It's gonna get bought out. That's yeah. what I think. Mm-hmm. You know, I think one of these like Facebook or Google or Amazon. I think one of these guys are gonna buy them out because right now. They're spending $8 billion a year on content, and they still don't have a Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. They still don't have a oh, hit. You don't they think have uh, Stranger Things is a But fun. not like Ga- Stranger Things is a hit, but Stranger yeah. Things ain't Game of Thrones. Like Game of Thrones. They have friends. Game of Thrones keeps HBO afloat. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. Game of Thrones carries the whole fucking network type yeah. shit. You think so? so? Okay, so, so I'm glad you said that. They have friends. Right. They have The Office. Like people go on Netflix and watch those shits religiously, right? Other stuff too. How I Met Your Mother. Neither on one, there? but but guess what? None of those belong to Netflix. Yeah. Right. So as we continue to move into the streaming era, streaming the, where the everyone's gonna have their own app, mm-hmm. n- they're gonna keep taking their content back from that because all that shit is is licensed. So, so what are we gonna have a million apps then? I don't want to have a million apps. I just want one place where everything is. I know, but that. but that's the way the business is going. Make it now, happen. Dre. It's gonna be more profitable for them to have their own app instead of licensing it to to Netflix. You know what I'm saying? Look, I don't want to pay. It's gonna. I'm gonna pay the same that I'm paying for cable now. I have to pay for every damn app. For every damn app it's gonna app. become the new cable. And somebody's going to figure out a way to like bundle a bunch of them together. And it's going to be, it's like you have cable again. Yeah, It's called called the fire stick and freaking and the Cody shit. No, no, no. I'm saying to like charge to bundle, like, cause you know, you're going to, bro, you're going to have Netflix. You already, already right now, people have Netflix, Amazon prime, Hulu, like you already got a bunch and there's people that have all of them. So what I'm saying is eventually under some umbrella, they're going to start packaging these apps. Yeah. Yes. Like you pay us 60 bucks a month and you get this, 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 and this, you know? Right. And I think that's what eventually it's going to turn to, which is almost like its own version of, it's like a new cable, right. you know? Because mm-hmm. you're buying a bundle of a bunch of different channels. Do you think appointment TV will endure? Appointment TV? Yeah, like, you know, every Sunday at 8, a new episode comes out and blah, blah, blah. Oh, like linear television? Yeah. I don't um, watch TV for shit. You know, that yeah. shit's on its way out. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, though. It would be cool if, like, Netflix and, like, Amazon or, like, one of these included that as, as a feature. Mm. Right? Like, they put out a show at a certain time and day every time? No, like, well, I mean, with technology now, it's like they can all, they can base it on your algorithm, on the shows you watch. And, like, it'll just be, like, a loop playing, like, all the shit from, like, all your favorites. I don't like that. It's like, you I don't know me. Yes, Even when they get it right, I'm like, you think you, you know me, you, but you don't know yeah, me. But yes. what about shows that you've saved or, or, like, content that you've saved? And it just, like, puts it on, like, a playlist and just plays it throughout the day. And if you want to catch, because you know what it is? There's still, like, an appeal. Mm-hmm. To like the linear television and even radio, yeah. like there's still there's people that listen to radio yeah. that like they don't want to have to choose, they just want to be they just want to watch whatever's playing, yeah, or listen to whatever's playing, right? When you, you know? don't want that's my wife, like um, she wants to put on direct TV every time, even though we have every other app too, right? And I'm like, no, let's search through Hulu, let's search through Netflix right. or whatever, and she's like, no, I just want to flip channels and pick something. I so why, so why then are you rejecting my brilliant idea? Yeah. Who's Netflix, it? you are. No, I'm just Netflix I'm, I'm should just take posing a question. Like, use the same algorithm that how they determine like shows that you're into and Being shows an that you like, and how they suggest shit for you. Mm-hmm. Put it in a fucking loop and play it. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I, I turn on Netflix and like, you know, I have the option of like going into this loop and, you know, The Office is playing yeah. or fucking, you know, Kill Bill is playing. Or, All I'm saying is that it's kind of dangerous because you get stuck in your little algorithm or whatever and you, you don't branch out from there, you know? I know, but it's a good option for someone like Erica <laughs> mm-hmm. that just wants to kind of just be shown yeah. whatever's on. I you agree. Know I mean? It's very rare, but sometimes I feel the same way. Like, I just want to watch whatever's on. You know? Right. That, that's that's the weirdest thing. Like, for, for me, with the with my, my Fire Stick, the Cody and shit, mm-hmm. when I go on there, I'm like, let's, let's look for a movie. And, bro, I'm scrolling through movies. Me, bro, I scroll movies. forever. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. Sometimes Ooh. I don't never pick anything. <laughs> and it's been 30 minutes, and I haven't picked anything. And right. then... God forbid I pick it and that shit's taking forever to freaking download. And yeah, it, that's the problem with and, Cody. You know, with yeah. Cody, forty five minutes gone by and I'm waiting. Now. I'm like, I'm mm. wasted. I was watching Alita Battle Angel yesterday and that shit switched to Serbian in the middle of the movie. I was like, <laughs> on Cody, yeah, You're watching like, on Cody. I was like, damn, <laughs> it was getting good, you know. Yo, when I first discovered Cody, man, I thought I had fucking. It was like finding the Ark in the Straight Ark up, of the Covenant. Yo, yo, bro. Yo, I was watching so much. Shit. I mean, too, got, I was like, cancel everything. We're yeah, rich. exactly, exactly, <laughs> dude. Dre, you are the perfect person to speak about this because you are a, a, a movie fan, a fan of cinema. Okay. Have you guys seen The Lobster? No. no. Who, what is that? You guys haven't seen it? No. The no. Lobster? No. No. All right. Put it on your phones or whatever. And, and and people at home, find The Lobster on your Cody. It's with, uh, it's with what's this guy from... Um, hate names bro um <laughs> this yo the guy from what, oh, what's my, he hold in? On, hold on. i'm trying to freaking think of his movies uh he's he's in uh the the new harry potter's freaking um uh the freaking Oof. finding amazing beasts that yeah the bad guy in it colin farrell is it colin farrell <laughs> yes boom yes. Uh, well, is it really yeah, yeah yes. colin farrell that he's the guy from uh the remake of freaking um of uh, the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie uh, yeah. that he goes to Mars. Total Recall. Total Recall. Oh yeah, yeah. Right? Give me another That's one. Colin Give Farrell. me another Colin one. Farrell. I'm good at this. <laughs> so Colin Farrell, he's a he's an old he's an older Colin Farrell. He's pudgy and shit. Mm-hmm. And the premise. Wait, of the it's movie, not Colin Farrell. It is Colin Farrell. Oh, okay. but, but his his character oh, is older. Okay. I thought you were. Yeah. It's like he went through got, all that and it's like a, a guy big, that looks like. But, but imagine, no, no, no. Imagine like there's this thing called CGI and makeup. Yeah, yeah. So imagine CJ. Colin Farrell's character, okay. which is heartthrobby type guy, casted mm-hmm. for freaking women, bomb people. Mm-hmm. But it's him as an older pudgy guy that his freaking wife leaves him. And mm-hmm. in this future reality of this movie, mm-hmm. you cannot be single after you're an adult. Or anybody who is not married mm-hmm. has to go live at this hotel. Okay. All the single people have that to live like at fun. this hotel, <laughs> right? And yeah. when you get to the hotel, that's where the party's at. Bro. You know, the party's yeah. at the hotel. Like, cool. Bro. So you go to the hotel, and when you get to the hotel, you go through your interview, and the first thing they ask you is, "What kind of dog? I mean, what kind of animal do you want to be?" And you have to give them an animal. So you have, I think, it's three months to find somebody to marry in the hotel, and you could go through as many dates and stuff, and then every day you go out. They take you out on a field trip and you go out to the, the forest and you hunt rebellious single people that live in the forest. And for <laughs> Sounds every, awesome, for bro. everybody that you catch, they add time to your time in the hotel. And everybody's there trying to freaking 
find out who they mate, what happens is if the three months go... This does not yes, sound like the, it's something that I would th- like. If the three months go freaking <laughs> go by and no you haven't chase. mated, <laughs> right, uh, or you haven't gotten married, mm-hmm. they turn you into that animal. Mm. And they give you... So he walks around through the whole movie with a dog that's his brother, right? That's <laughs> they, hilarious. They turn into, so he's there trying to... Be, it is, Can you turn it, him back or no? This, no, no. This he's, sounds he's very like, artsy. It, it is. It's crazy. It's crazy. And, yeah, uh, no, and Renee's already yeah, not into it. And uh, and freaking artsy. What the fuck does that mean? I have such artsy, a problem with that fucking fa- phrase, bro. You don't know it, what it's it crazy. It's, it's That's why you have a problem movie, with it because you know what it means. <laughs> no, it's derogatory as fuck. Yo, it, it's, it's, <laughs> it's it is. It's derogatory artsy. as fuck. Artsy. It's a way to like put it down. It's a way to. Oh, that's not. That's not. That's not arroz con pollo. That's Artsy not bistec con arroz y frijol en I love arroz con pollo. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So that, that's like freaking a Cuban. I say, no, I can't eat that. that I don't want no salad, not, dog. Give me no. arroz con pollo, dog. Renee only eats the most popular shit. Like, I need burgers <laughs> oh, and fries, yeah. son. What, what do you mean strawberries Pizza. in my salad? Pizza. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Pizza. Exactly. exactly. Strawberries yeah. inside? Yeah, yeah, that's just know, delicious. That's just that's delicious. Yeah, there's people that are like, what are you doing mixing my food? Like, Candy they can try something different. Mm. Do you guys fuck with pineapple on pizza? Yeah, and bacon. Oh yeah, I fuck with pineapple. I didn't know there was such a big backlash too. That's like a thing. Yeah, Yeah, it's like a big backlash. Well, okay, it has to be done right because I don't like it when the pineapple is cooked with the pizza. I like it when it's put on top. Spinning on top, cold. Yeah, yeah. Hmm, that's good too. Yeah. Yeah, I think I like it when it's cooked with the pizza. No, it's like hot pineapple, and that's not my jam. You ever seen the? You ever seen those memes? You ever seen those memes that uh that are like the evolving level, right? Like the freaking oh uh ham and and pineapple on pizza, and it's the guy thinking and shit. And the next ones are like oh uh, freaking what is it? Ham and pineapple on a whole pizza, and freaking his brain's getting bigger, and and then the guy, it was a slice of pineapple with cheese and freaking pepperonis on it, just a slice. That would be delicious. And freaking the guy's head's going, he's like freaking god mode, and the final guy is like a freaking a yogi, freaking freaking sitting cross leg with all the molecules around him and shit, and it's a freaking sliced pineapple in half, and it's got pepperoni and cheese inside. Right. Like, amazing that's the evolution of yeah. pineapple yeah. pizza <laughs> <laughs> I love it Yo. yeah I'm a pineapple on pizza guy I, 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 like, you guys. I, like the, I like the salty sweet dog it's yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. sweet yeah. and savory yeah. that's peanut, peanut butter jelly bro I knew the food conversation was gonna take over eventually <laughs> why is that I'm hungry, we're hungry I'm hungry as fuck <laughs> what's, the, what's the weirdest shit you ever ate as a kid um, the weirdest shit I ever ate as a kid probably spam I ate a lot of spam. Yeah, that's I ate a of, lot of spam too. Yeah, but that's out of the package and stuff. And, and in some places, that shit's a freaking, that yeah, shit's a go-to. Hawaii, in Hawaii, yeah. they freaking love that shit. Yeah, but I just remember it being so. I like I was a kid and I wasn't. It was the eighties and nineties and mm-hmm. all that health shit wasn't around. Right. Oh, no, yeah. hell no. But even then, eating that, I was like, yeah, I know like, this uh, can't be good what, for this me. This is not good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure what this is. Did your Sunny Delight? Like, what the fuck was Sunny Delight? At what point did you did you say that shit is just orange sugar water yeah. and, I'm, and I'm killing myself I still haven't it. said it yo no you like Sunny D <laughs> I love Sunny yo. D dude that's just delicious I know, I know my kids Yoo-hoo. remember Yoohoo I used yeah. to fuck with Yoohoo heavy my boy Chris put me on to Sunny D and Doritos original flavored chips that shit is the best combo ever <laughs> Sunny D and Doritos yeah. I, I, used to, I used to dunk Oreos in my Sunny D mm. yeah. yeah I used to love the freaking the taste of the chocolate and the orange shit what was, was your favorite cereal my favorite cereals back in the day 
were freaking the Count Chocula, the, the Frankenberry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to love them shits. Um, and now freaking growing up, because I've lived two lives, bro. I've lived my childhood, and I've had the yeah, honor yeah. of living my kids' of childhood. Mm-hmm. And when you guys finally have your kids, guess what? Mm-hmm. You can live your childhood again, dog. Mm. You will buy them cereals and tell them you will like this. So what's popping now? Which one is popping nigga, now? Nigga, the Cinnamon Toast Crunch is my fucking shit, uh, dog. Cinnamon yeah, Toast freaking, Crunch yo, been the shit, though. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Freaking, but no, when I was a kid, dog, when I was a kid, they were coming out with Pac-Man cereal. Yeah. And freaking and 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 uh, I'm, I'm old. Donkey Kong Junior cereal and right, shit. Yeah, 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 it was freaking mad child shit. What was yours? My shit now, cause I'm old, is like Special K chocolatey. The night. Have you guys no, tried this? The, the Special K strawberries. Yeah. Oh, the strawberry. Yeah, yeah that, that one's good bomb too. with the chocolate dried with the like, dried strawberries. I it. I, I've had it, but doesn't it happen to you that the chocolate fucking chunks stay in the bottom of the cup? Um, yeah, but you gotta like you know cookie dive is what I call it. You know what I mean? You go in there and you dig them out. You know? I don't. I don't eat cereal. <laughs> what was your favorite one back in the day though? Frosted Flakes. To this day, I love Frosted yeah. Flakes, man. Frosted Flakes, huh? Yeah. Huh. yeah. I'm to like, I like original flavored Doritos. I like Frosted Flakes. Yeah, you I don't, like, you, you don't, you mean? don't, you don't like deviations from the norm. I like, like explosions, like car Rice Krispies, you know? like right. Three act structures with yeah. a main protagonist, a right. villain, put, and a female. Put Stallone in that bitch. <laughs> right. I like good. songs with 808s and yeah, repetitive 808, hooks. Yep, <laughs> repetitive hooks. No, we get it. You know what I mean? We, I think the audience has figured you out by now, Chance. But listen. If you get me to like what you make, you know you're on the right track as far as getting to a popular level because I feel like that's, I, I just, my ears are hey, tuned podcast into host. that. Hey, podcast host. My ears are tuned to into mic. that. They're tuned into that, damn it. <laughs> nah, you're unable to accept innovation. So like, wrong. when a guy like Kendrick comes around, you're not, I liked Kendrick. You're not sold on Kendrick until he becomes popular. Wrong. But that's absolutely right, and you know, wrong. Yeah, I wasn't sold on Kendrick until I heard "Good Kid, Mad City," which is which when he became popular. Because the album was great, not because so, he he like it was a combination of him arriving at a place of knowing what to do to and what beats to do it on, and who to right. align with. And boom, all of those things combined in a pot mm. and made me like Kendrick. You know what I mean? Well, I mean yeah, so you, exactly. Like, you don't, you're unable I want to. arroz con pollo. I don't want salad <laughs> if I can have arroz con pollo. You know what I mean? Well, it's not even that. It's like you're unable to see, like, just the ingredients. Like, you want to see the completed, the dish. Yes. You don't get, you can't, like, yeah. spot potential. Yeah. Fair enough. I, I, I heard a comedian say, like, you need I like somebody corn. But I don't want to go to Broken Home to see how it's made. You <laughs> I want to fucking battle that But I don't want to meet the freaking trafficked girl. Yeah, and exactly. Stuff. That's yeah, no. You're like Yo. the baby bird that like the mother bird has to like chew the food first and then give it to you. Dude. That's you. That's nature. Like what little birds do you know go out there and eat their own food? You know? but I, but I, I, think that, I think that's the great balance of your of your guys' duo and your show and stuff. That, mm. that you're coming from both those angles right. and stuff. Of, because the one thing that, that I had to see as somebody who was so surrounded by hip-hop and so hip-hop-minded and always always doing something about the community and organizing stuff was that when I would go out to other clubs or to festivals or something, and that's when you notice that, bro, we're not freaking, we're not scratching the surface. There are mm. so many people that listen to so many, and they yes. don't even... This is not even a thought to them or concern. Yeah, yeah we don't even, we don't exist yeah, to them. Yeah, yeah. No, even how big hip hop is, mm-hmm. right? Hip hop in the large, right? Right. There's so many people that, yeah, I listen to some hip hop, mm-hmm. but it just they don't know about no hip hop, and it's not a concern to them. And right. they have their life in their circle, and it doesn't 
unvalidated anymore. That was my problem. Mm-hmm. That I, I was like, oh, there's no important circuit. It's not freaking real. Might as well just get a freaking nine to five and and just get a paycheck. And mm-hmm. but that there is just the conforming and the freaking yo. Go ahead yeah. and hook me back up to the matrix. And well, you know, you know what happened to me. It's not that it's not of any concern to me. It's that growing up there were these cliques, right? Like the rappers, the the rockers. The whatever, right. the freaking Marilyn Manson kids or whatever, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. everything was clicked up. And it was like, in my mind, I was like, I like both. I like everything, you know? Like, I'm not going to click up. And so the culture, I bundled it into that, like, rap click or whatever. And I was like, you know, I'm not trying to just be into rap only and only go to cypher shows and do only this and right. do that. You know what I mean? So, so you didn't take a deep dive into anything. You just kind of, like, got the... And to this day, I just feel like there's so much good in everything. Exactly. Like, in good rock, good hip-hop. Like, why am I diving in at the point where it's not maturated to, to where I'm ready to, li- to, to listen to it? You know what I'm saying? Like, I like it. You're right. Once the finished product is there, they've reached that point. You know what I mean? That's when I want to tune in. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that's also because, like, you haven't you never put yourself in the process of like creating mm-hmm. that you know what i mean True. so like you're looking at it as only just finished products right you know and 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 when when you when you are in that or like when we grew up in the cypher we we weren't recording artists we were far from having our videos out freaking playing yeah but you were writing your rhymes down and you were creating something out of nothing exactly so you can at least appreciate like the the technique that goes behind making some of this shit every b-boy could could respect their opponent because you put in as much freaking practice into it as i did and work out we could respect each other's cypher because you were building it so that's why and it wasn't we weren't like and that's why now when the when the game in quotes and stuff is uh, how many views you got, how many followers mm-hmm. you got, how many units you push and this and that, right? And it's like, yeah, but fucking money, money any which way. Like the other day, there was a, a, a freaking a guy who I know on Facebook that's a rapper from from up north, uh, Young Prezi. He was like, what did we do wrong during that time that mm-hmm. we had the internet? Mm-hmm. But we didn't blow up like the Kodak Blacks, like the freaking right. Denzel Curry's, mm. like the like the ski mac, the ski mac slump gods, like the freaking uh, like the uh, uh, freaking sixty nine, freaking yeah. they used the same internet that we were doing. What what did we miss on it? And I mean, like, a lot of times, man, whenever it is that you're seeing somebody out there, mm. there are very very few grassroots stories that just freaking grind it yeah. out. Mm-hmm. There's always some money b- behind it, dog. Yep. The, these shows like freaking X Factor, like freaking America's Got Talent, this and that, there's always an agent in there that's bringing sure. them. There's nobody coming up off the street. And no even, the, even the quote-unquote no. grassroots movement, they want you to believe that they're right. grassroots movement. Yeah. yeah, because that's like a marketing ploy, mm-hmm. you know? But really, there's, there's money behind it. Yeah, yeah, man, always. For, for them to get that, that light, there's some money behind it. They're doing it. So if you don't have that money, don't practice it. Nah, I always tell anybody... Yo, practice your art no matter what it is, because I think our art and expression, mm-hmm. right? And it doesn't have to be right around. Because what if you're if you hung out with a bunch of MCs, you just didn't write. Not not everybody does, man. And right, that's right. something that we had to learn, right, and, and right. that keeps it good, mm-hmm. right? Now, but your your outlet is your art. I like to cook. I like to freaking do marketing. I like freaking numbers and stuff. That's your art, and you flex it good, right? Right. And as long as you're doing that, I'm just we we're all different people, man. Yeah. And and I'm, I was a creative. That's the angle that I went creating. And now having six kids, I get to see six different type of people 
that some of them are creative, some of them are practical people, some of them, and and just just doing it. And I'm I'm happy to have been able to experience that and then facilitate for other cats to have a platform to do it too. And don't ever think it's it's a waste of time or that that you're not famous. Something like right now, we we were talking the other day on uh, on on Facebook about. Uh, rap battles and stuff that this acapella format is is not the old uh, rapping over beats format mm. where it was so live and apart in the snap. But these cats, so do you do you tell these young cats that are doing it now nah, stop doing it because you ain't gonna grow up to be that stature? Mm-hmm. No, man. Mm-hmm. Practice your art in whatever you want. Keep building it. Don't don't let anybody say, tell you. I say tell them that, and if they still make it, then they were made to make it. You know what I mean? <laughs> You, you, you know, you or know just what, don't talk to Renee about yeah, art. Yeah, just don't come to nah, me. With it. <laughs> right. you, know, you know what sucks, guys? As as a father now, uh-huh. right? My son, my eighteen year old son, right? I'm starting to talk to him. So, what do you want to do? What do you want to go, go to college for? Thought, have you thought about engineering? That's what I'm fucking telling my kid. Mm-hmm. Thought about engineering. He's good at math. He's good at science. All this and that. He's like, no, I want to go into theater. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like your worst nightmare, <laughs> bro. I'm here because yeah, you know the struggle. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But how am I that have gotten the chance for my whole life to freaking to experience it and live it right. and create, yeah. right? Got to tell my son, no, don't do it because there's no money behind right. it. Right. I wouldn't right. say no, don't do it. But I would say if you're going to pay for it, just fucking don't send him to college and pay for him to go live in New York and audition. You know what I mean? And get right. that real life experience. Because, you know, for I studied sound engineering, you know okay. what I mean? And I went to SAE. And that to me was one of my biggest regrets. Like... I did well, you know what I mean? I finished, I got my diploma and all that. But like after leaving, I was like, man, this is all shit I could have learned on my own, you know? Word, like, yeah. And I paid a lot of money, you know? And I'm still, it's been like 15 years, I'm still, paying, still that, paying that, that shit? fucking Sally Mae shit. Wow. You know? yeah. So it's like, yeah, man, you know, it's, it's annoying. And it just tells me like, it taught me a lesson that when it comes to art, the only real thing is to just keep doing and doing and doing and doing, you know? Um, but for me, like, I just knew, like, I knew when I start, tried to write, because, of course, being around that culture, I tried to write. Mm-hmm. And I knew, I just knew, I knew, like, this isn't my shit. Like, I'm never going to be this good. Like, I'm never going to put in the time to be that good. Like, it's just fucking... That, now you, now you nailed it. Yeah. You're never going to put in the time to be that good. Even if I did put like, in a ton of time. if you really wanted to fuck. do it, you wouldn't be thinking about the time. I think for creators, man, it's it's something, it's a bug, bro. It's, it's yeah. a craziness that right, comes right, over right. you. And, and you become obsessed with that. And, and, and the finished product or the result of the finished product is, is not what you have in mind, at least for in my, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like in my experience, you're not thinking about the finished product. You're caught up in the process of it. Mm-hmm. And so like what comes out kind of just comes out, mm-hmm. you know? And it'll never gotcha. be good enough, right? You, like for artists, you, they, they say, I, I could paint, I could keep painting and repainting and repainting for, forever because it's never... It's just the doing of it, right? And painting, and, and that's what I always think. Like nowadays, people paint all these things in Winwood that we appreciate and we love, and all these things. And yeah, they're, they're there. But when you're painting, right? Do you do it because oh, I'm gonna sell this, right? Mm-hmm. Right. No, man. They're just, and it's a byproduct of it. And it's great that they could, that right? They can make money off. And of you it. should be, you know, in tune with the business aspect of it too. You should be, you know. But right. I'm, but. I don't know that it should like invade the creative process. And that's always, that's what turns me off from like certain movies and certain songs and shit right. like that, that you can just tell that they made business decisions yes. in the creative process. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's true. Shazam. Holy Yo, shit. Let's get to the uh, bento box, man. <laughs> let's bento do it. it up. Be-
Damn, I'm hungry oh, yeah. as hell and you're gonna fucking open the I know, right? It's the mental box. It's this one, right? Yeah. 561-708-0072. If the movie you want to see is Fast <laughs> 2 Now. <laughs> fucking welcome to the Bento Box, man. This is the segment where you get to pee to pee. You get to pee on the show. You get to just do not pee in my Bento pee box. Pee on the show, man. Um no, that's not yeah. what we do at all. No shy bladders around here. <laughs> <laughs> Call us up. You can be on the show and shit. We got one message today, man. So let's uh, play it. Let's get to that, buddy. Yo, what up, Human Sushi? Uh, Renee and Dre. Just wanted to let y'all know um, the podcast is off the chain. Word. Still listening. This is Santiago, uh, and um, just wanted y'all to know that everything is uh, everything that comes out of that podcast is mad interesting. Sometimes yeah. unbelievable. Sometimes got me running through the fact checkers. <laughs> but um, with that said, um, you know the last, the last one y'all y'all spoke on the Matrix and Terminator and things like that. And I always hear y'all referring to the the Matrix, but uh, never heard any talk on the Animatrix. Um, mm. You know the animated series, which has a lot of background information on on that uh, on that series and uh, movies. You know maybe uh, I want to hear y'all talk about that. See, see what y'all think about it. Also, in regards to virtual reality, I heard y'all talking about that. There's a, there's a cool episode in Black Mirror, first episode. Uh, y'all want to check that out, uh, virtual oh, reality of the future. You know, that's where uh, two best friends, I think they're both podcast, um, podcast uh, hosts. You know, they, they, they join in that night and play this, this virtual reality game and have a good time, man. I want, I want to check that out. Uh, but nah, all jokes aside, man, you guys are doing great. Keep it up. Word. I love uh, the guests and um, everything you're doing. Keep it up. Word. Yes. That's a dope yeah. message. Listen, I'll yeah. never get enough of those messages, guys. Go ahead and keep calling and telling no us how great there. we are. <laughs> yeah. Well, not that. I also like when people drop suggestions on shit that yeah. we should. Uh, joking, that, yes. That we should get put on. You know what I'm saying? Animatrix I do, I love, is dope. I do think it's dope as fuck. Yeah, the thing is, I can't really comment much on it because I haven't seen it since it first came out. But I do remember, like, when it first came out, thinking it was dope as fuck. And if I'm not mistaken, it's a bunch of different, mm -hmm. like, yeah. short films. Four. Short films from it's different four artists. Them. From yeah. different artists, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's dope from as fuck. Yeah, the, yeah. One, the one with the kid on the skateboard is my favorite. That's that, yeah, that art. Is that, is that the one where he goes into the room and things are levitating and yeah, stuff? I think so, yeah. 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 That, that's like that, uh, you guys seen the, what's the group? M16 or something like that mm -mm. that the, the kids that run away from the freaking from the um, from the freaking like science freaking facility and shit and they all have powers and stuff that's like oh, is it on yeah. your show? It's like freaking, it's like yeah it, it, they got three videos are you trying it, to trick us into no 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 they got three into, it, I think it's this the, is Game of Thrones Game of yeah, Thrones. no 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 the, 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 the group's called like M16 and they got three videos back to back and it's about these kids that freaking that like have psychic powers and shit and they're being hunted by the government super dope super dope little series of videos in this group but um but yeah freaking the the animatrix um short was like that i always think about that and uh there was always, a batman one yeah also remember that that was like it came out around the same time as batman begins and it was like six Di different, different short show, films yeah, yeah and that was all different it. yeah i forget what it's called man that's I, dope i think one of the one of the artists from the animatrix one was the was the one that tarantino used for kill bill 
Mm. Oh, I believe it. Yeah, I believe and, it. And I think yeah. it was the skateboard artist. Yeah. Now, now that I compare yeah, the two the, things. The same, the same yeah. fluid motion stuff. I'll tell you one thing. I'm always listening whenever you guys go into the freaking favorite films and shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dog, Kill Bill, number one freaking. Kill Bill, huh? Yeah. He just had so much different Kill shit. Bill's in it. Is that also your favorite Tarantino movie? Um, I would imagine that it is. Oh, why is that? Is that the? Yeah. Is that the? That's the pop one. one. Yeah, yeah, but it it's just but it's dope as fuck. I'm from, not even putting it down. For me, yeah. it's a buffet of fucking yo the dopest female fight scene ever. Yeah, I love um, freaking Vivica Fox and freaking and and Homegirl freaking at the beginning. Oh, that's a great yo, that fucking fight scene. Is fucking I love that crazy, scene. Yeah, yo. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's two bitches freaking throwing themselves to the table, yo. Yeah, yeah. And then the girl there freaking. Uh, if you ever wanted freaking come and see me and shit freaking yo at the end she kills her mom and freaking tell her the daughter did you ever hear Tarantino talk about that if I if he ever does a Kill Bill 3 it would be based on Vivica Fox's daughter, daughter. coming growing up and coming back he to kill set that up yo. Yeah. he set himself awesome. he set would, himself up for money in the that's future that's because when I'm 60 I will pay to freaking see that yeah. shit dog. she's already gotta be probably almost 20 dog when was when did Kill Bill come out it's wow. got to be like 15 years ago. Yeah. Inglorious Bastards is my favorite. Yeah. Inglorious yeah. Bastards? Yeah. Oh, great. Or Reverend yeah. Archie. Yeah. I love that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Django's kind of my that, least that's favorite, when, bro. See, really, is it your least Tarantino? favorite? Django's my second favorite, man. Really? Django's great, man. My God. Django's freaking, my least favorite. The, I have so many problems the, with Django. The dialogue right? for the dentist, yo, oh, it's freaking great, man. See, like, I feel like the whole character of the dentist was shoehorned into that movie. S- serious? Yeah, I man. think he makes the movie. Well, I love him. Why was there a German, why is there a German dentist in the Antebellum South? Why not? And see, well, artsy is not a bad thing. I think of Tarantino as being artsy sometimes, but doing it right. You know, like the right balance of artsy. You know? No, there's no doing it right, man. Yeah, there is doing it right. Yeah. Um, I do it right. <laughs> yeah, I do it. <laughs> Pause, bro. <laughs> you, you go, Spike Lee. Well, yo, so um, I, I, Inglorious Bastards freaking has great scenes. I, my, you guys were freaking bigging up uh, Jackie Brown. It is my least... Uh, Jackie Brown is your least favorite least Tarantino movie. movie. Tarantino movie. No, that movie's Yo, dope. Man. Least memorable. I mean, I've I've seen that. It oh. might be my number two. Yeah. Like, yeah, like after Pulp Fiction, I think it's a tie for me uh, between Jackie Brown and uh, and Inglorious. The one I don't like is Hateful Eight. I no. love Hateful Eight. Yeah, bro, I, I, I took my fiance <laughs> to see the Hateful Eight on freaking uh, release night. You remember release night at eleven o'clock mm-hmm. that night? They had a. They had the um, the programs. It the, was the like program. yeah, it, was it was the actual the, like film print. Film, and they had the, they had an intermission. They had the intermission yeah, yeah, and the yeah. opening freaking scene with the music. Yeah, and yeah. Stuff. The overture. It had yeah, an overture, the overture yeah. in the beginning. And uh, what still, time did she pass out? No, I kept her up through the whole thing and shit. <laughs> but by the end of it, it was yeah, a little drag and yeah, stuff. Yeah. But yo, the, yeah. the climax of the movie and the payoff, the freaking bloodbath there and them laughing and shit. And the experience too of like, there's an overture, there's yeah, an intermission. Was, like the experience is worth so much to me, man. Like I remember, did you ever see Grindhouse in the theater? I didn't, and I haven't seen. Is that the double movie? Yeah, the yeah. one with the bitch with the freaking. That to me, it's it's not like a it's not a great movie. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like neither one of them is are great movies because it's Robert Rodriguez has one and Tarantino has yeah. another one. But the way they packaged it is they have a bunch of other directors do like a bunch of fake trailers for movies that oh, don't yeah. exist. You know what I mean? And so like Rob Zombie has one and Eli Roth has one. And the, and so like they play some trailers before the movie and then they play a couple trailers like in between the movie and they even oh, put like dope. some fake ads for like some Mexican restaurant and shit. Yo, like... Oh, I gotta see that shit. That's just... That right. Cool. And, and then one thing is watching it on DVD though, but I actually saw it in the theater. So mm-hmm. it's like... 
you know, the the point was like yeah. to make you feel like you're in one of those old school like seventies grindhouse theaters and shit. And oh, bro, it was a cool ass experience, man. You know, it was an, a unique experience to me when like one movie ends and then it's like, all right, a whole new movie's about to start. You, you know, know what, what I'm saying? You know what <laughs> like, with me uh, with that? Did you guys see the um, came out on Netflix uh, recently? The um, the Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Mm. Oh yeah, I saw some of it. That's yeah. a Coen Brothers movie. Coen Brothers. Yeah, is it good? And, it was it was dope. It was it, dope. It, it lost me because it's like a musical. So I was like, oh. no, it wasn't a musical at all. No, the, that you see, that's that's what fucks people. Up. The first story, the first story, because it's a book, because it's a bunch of different stories, it's right? A bunch yeah, of yeah different they lost stories me with, with the first with, one. With, with a bunch <laughs> shouldn't of different have started, actors. Shouldn't have started with everyone, the musical. So, so the the first one is this musical cowboy. He's a freaking. He's he's a super quick gunslinger, but he sings and stuff. His right, name is Buster Scruggs, yeah. and he's mm-hmm. freaking known as. The Canary of freaking Talamazoo or some shit like that, and uh, <laughs> and it's it's funny as fuck the way he fights shit, but uh, but it ends mad quick, mm-hmm. and you're like, what happens? And then another story starts with all different actors, and it's James Franco, mm-hmm. right? They trying to rob a bank, and a super dope story, and they freaking just keep evolving, and it just starts getting darker. Got you, darker. So and, fast and forward past the first one is what uh, you're saying. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's cool little stories, but they end real quick. I'll, I'll revisit get, it with that. Just in when mind. you're getting freaking, yo, the one with Liam Neeson is so fucked up, bro. Yeah. Liam Neeson is a traveling. Don't spoil it. No, no, no. He's he's he's, he's traveling around right with this freaking Shakespearean trained actor that has no arms and no legs. He's just a stump That's a with a head. <laughs> and Liam Neeson puts him out on a stage and like on his wagon. Mm-hmm. He gets to a little freaking town yeah. right, where all the little freaking people are. And he puts him on a stump and he just starts reciting shit. And that's how he goes around making freaking money and shit. It's so dark, dog. That I shit is freaking so I like dark. the Coen brothers, man. Like I'm a yeah. fan of their movies, man. What, what, what else did the Coen brothers do? Um, Fargo. They did did uh, the Big Lebowski. You know, I've never seen freaking Big Lebowski. No Country before. for Old Men. Then that shit that's off. a that movie's so that official, dude. That's the one with the freaking oil guy, right? No, that's, no, that's uh, there, there will be blood. Be blood. Yeah, so those two came out around the same time. Yeah. I saw the previews. I'm not impressed. <laughs> well, there will be, there I will be blood. Is, this guy. Is, there's no way. Of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, there's no way of feeling good after watching there will be blood. Dog. You see, that but that performance good. is so fucking incredible. Crazy. Like yeah. one of the best acting performances you've ever seen, man. Well, yo, let's get up out of here, man. Let's I think this it. is the last. I think this is the longest episode we've ever done. Bro. My bad, guys. No, no, no. no. It ain't great, that shit, dude. Are you kidding if me? If it's long, it's because we, you know what I'm saying, wanted it to keep going. Pause, 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 pause. <laughs> Super <laughs> pause. What? <laughs> the, don't worry. You'll, you'll hear it back. All right, cool. Um, <laughs> yo, um, I said wanted- if it's long, it's because we wanted it to keep going. That's a super pause. Super pause. <laughs> you said pause, 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 and the first thing Renee looked at was the freaking <laughs> was was the freaking machines. And like, yo, what's what's going on? Was like, I hit pause? I hit pause. I hit pause. He's like the dude from Guardians that <laughs> takes started, everything literally. Yeah, sure. Then I started Guardians looking for my cat afterwards. I was like, wait, he's not talking about the machine. Is my cat pause? Here? His pause. <laughs> what happened to his pause, bro? <laughs> yo, man. No, uh, but, but we want to tell people, remind them, we're doing the drawing coming up right now. Yes, on a Thursday. So it's your last chance to sign up. Uh, I gotta sign up, man. I yeah, sign up, dude. 
Yeah, sign up. You could win a, a hoodie or yeah, a T-shirt or whatever. Hoodie and stuff. And yeah, it's official. You and know? I know that freaking that that Renee doesn't want to pay for the hoodie, so that makes me want yeah. to. No, yeah, yeah, no. Now you gotta, <laughs> now you gotta win. Yeah. yeah, this was Dre's idea, so they come out of Dre's pocket. <laughs> <now>. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, but no, sign up for the mailing list for sure. You get to win some cool shit from the store. What else, homie? Wanted to shout out uh, everyone that's been supporting and listening. Um, uh, my, you know, first of all, my wife who, who listens to every episode and tells me what I do wrong and what I do right. You know what I mean? And she's um, a great hostess. She's a great hostess. Yes, we're waiting for that uh, to for that revisit. Yes. Um, and shout out to Re. Shout out to Soup. Uh, shout out mm-hmm. to Julio. Uh, who's our official fact checker, our official human sushi fact checker. Julio was in town last week, and he was. we were trying to see if we can get him on the show, but he, yeah, he couldn't make it. But it'd be cool, yeah. man. I need to get Julio in here so we could talk comic books. Yeah, and shout out I to need. his uh, to his page, Books on the CT, Books on the Coffee Table. Word. Uh, it's pretty dope. Follow that. What else? What else? Uh, shout out to Sophia, obviously, the wife. The wife. Um, for life, the wife for life. I that's like right. You guys Bars. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to um, Teresa, Tara, Tropic. All my friends start with T's. <laughs> they all start with T's. Um, you know, Tropic when he came on the show actually, and and he talked about like his new his his diet or whatever. And you know, remember like mm-hmm. he's he's plant based completely. And I've you know, since that show, like he was one of the inspirations, you know what I mean? That like, I'm, I mean, I stopped eating meat. I'm not completely okay. plant-based or whatever, but I haven't been, I haven't eaten meat in 2019. Okay. I started literally on, you know, New Year's Day. And uh, yeah, Tropic was a, an inspiration for that, man. So, you know, shout out to Tropic, bro. Shout out to North and Agony, too. North and Agony yeah. Soup, obviously, you know Diggs. what I mean? Yo, shout and North Agony, man, it's all love, brother. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yo, th- thanks, th- thanks for freaking, so, thanks for letting me be a part of, of that freaking. Yeah, man. Day, so, man. It, so it was, let's clear it up before, we, so it wasn't a setup, right? I, I, I had I had, to, I had told Serum. Yeah. And freaking, Answer the question, Dad. I had told Serum and MindShift and Source, yo, these guys are going to freaking come by and shit. Um, go ahead and put out the freaking the the trip wire. <laughs> we'll dig this hole, put these freaking right. spears in it and shit. You guys just stayed away from the trip wire, so you never go down. Yeah, so. yeah. No, but you're right. Now that I think back, like serum did seem to like come out of a fucking hole, like a bucket, <laughs> yeah, like it just started that. blasting. I'm like, damn, this I didn't even <laughs> know this dude was here, bro. <laughs> no, man, but it was just uh you, you know you know what I heard you guys talking about the secret in one era, and that is one thing I've always experienced in life. Whatever you're into, whatever it is, mm-hmm. you just seem to attract people that are into that, right? Yeah. So yeah. if so if you got a lot of negative stuff going on around you, get into something different. Try it, man. Change up, freaking change it up. Try something different. For me, it was going back to church, and that really changed my whole everybody I was hanging out with, and it was good for my family, right? Mm-hmm. And so when you say that, sometimes it's good for you. But whatever you into, you're going to attract those kind of people, and then it's yeah. it's always what happens. So watch what you get into. Yeah, yeah. man. And shout out, uh, last but not least, to H to O for being on the episode Thank today. That's right, right up, man. man. Yeah. What what's uh, your social media handles? Yo, you could <laughs> you can find me at Facebook Rudy Barrow R U D Y B A R R O. Yes. Uh, yeah, man. Just find me on Facebook. I'm there on freaking Twitter. I'm H V C C eight C H. 
VCC. Uh, we're the Vice City Cipher. We're coming out with VCC Radio. We're gonna have a, a our own little radio platform. We're hoping to to get the Human Sushi guys on there and yes, just provide a way to. of of playing some new hip hop, some independent hip hop, some local hip hop, and uh, reporting on the scene so people could keep on having an outlet. Yo, hell sure. yeah, super excited for that, man. When I saw that you you posted that on Facebook, I was like, oh, okay, there we go. Yeah, yeah, we can make it. And, sure. and there's some things cooking, man, that we don't have finalized yet. If that goes through, it will be a big blessing. And that came out of that post. Yeah. Right. Um, there, there might be a chance of bringing back the Saturday Night Funk Box. Nice. Right. And freaking and and of being a host on that shit. And if we get that kind of avenue where we could play good music on the radio again and real hip hop. Right. Give him, give him a clap. Yes. Yeah. It will be good, but that's not solid yet. So <laughs> right now we just focus on on the building block steps. But once again, because of focusing and having a vision, the doors start open up and mm-hmm. things start attracting and stuff. Yeah. So you guys keep doing this because you're giving an outlet and a platform for a lot yeah. of people to find out about different things that Word. are going on there. And Word, it's, and it's our, our uh, pleasure and our honor too, you know. So we're really grateful. And um, yeah, Scythe Life, man, I can't wait. Yeah, man, and awesome. shout out also to um, everyone else that's in the podcast space uh, out of Miami, too, yeah, you know, because yeah. there's a few cats that are doing it. Obviously, EFN's got Drink Champs, yeah. but he also has the Fatherhood. Oh, yeah, that's great. Podcast, yeah, yeah which is, uh, I think, Check a fucking dope ass idea. Yeah, yeah. Fatherhood? Yeah, yeah fatherhoods. fatherhoods. Yeah, yeah. Fatherhoods, dope. yeah. You're lo- I don't have kids, so it's like, I can't. Yeah, no, you know, but that but sounds like something I could get. But into. even yeah, I man. enjoy the episodes, man. Yeah. Shout out to Polly and Travis. Have a podcast that's fucking. Amazing! What's it? What's it called? I'm trying to Someone's sleep. Someone's trying to sleep. Someone's trying to sleep. Yeah, yeah that's hilarious. a great podcast. It's like 15 minutes. It's funny as hell. Dude. Shout out to uh, Art, Art Marrera. He's got oh, Medianoche. Medianoche yeah, that shit is fire as fuck. Yeah. I've listened to a bunch of those. Um, who else has a podcast out here? Uh, Shout out to you know what man to uh, three hundred five radio, three hundred five radio, mm-hmm. girl talk radio. Like mm-hmm. Dre Mavs is fucking has like a million jobs. I don't understand how she does everything she does. Yeah. Who is that? Dre Mavs. Dre yeah, when I saw 305 Radio, she's on 305 Radio was struck. I thought that was Dre from from the 305. Andrea, no, no, it's Drove. You're oh. thinking Dro. Yeah, 305. Dro. Yeah, com yeah, was yeah, Dro. Dro. I yeah. Okay, that's who. Yeah. Okay, okay. No, Andrea, Andrea Mavs. Yeah, she no. she has a three hundred five radio with Struck. She has Girl Talk that's Radio right. with um with two Struck. other co hosts. I forget. Um, and she's got two other shows, so she's wow. like super super into this broadcasting thing, you know. Yeah. Um, Shout out to, to Alchemy Hair Lab. Those boys are out there listening in the barbershop every day. So that's awesome. Yeah, man. That yeah. is awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone. I mean, if we forgot, you know, to, to mention you, then, you know, we apologize. But you yeah, are. everyone, my, my cousin uh, Javi. Then, then do better. <laughs> <laughs> my cousin Javi, he's got, he's doing his rap thing too. So look up uh, Dennis Godman, which is a pretty awesome name. Nice. Dennis Godman. Dennis yeah, Godman. Is that, is that like, does that pluck your heartstrings or whatever? Of course, man. I, I got a couple, I produce a couple songs for him. So. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dope, man. Yeah, look out for Dennis Godman out there, man. Funny, um, Dennis Godman, that's the next Javi, level. Javi, man, I knew that kid when he was like, you know. Like Javi, yeah, bro. <laughs> Javi's the man, bro. Like many me and shit. Cool. Um, yeah, man. So shout out to everybody, man. This, this, yeah. wow, really, like lovey dovey type shit. That's Aww. the wrong one. It's, we got real. You see, we, we started real, off. We started off battling as freaking as freaking rivals and shit. And, and now, now we're all emo and shit. Right, yeah, super freaking peace. Yeah. But yo, man, thanks for coming through, bro. I appreciate it. It was like one of the our longest episode yet. You know what I'm saying? But it's hopefully super, we didn't bore y'all. Though. Nah, super interesting, man. I really, I really enjoy these conversations and shit, man. Yeah. So oh, shit, man. Yeah, wow. shout out to you, brother. Yo, when you guys have that freaking that uh that end of the year freaking oh that's show coming, or something. Man. 
please invite me so oh, of course, can cipher that shit you up. gotta uh, sign up to the newsletter to yeah. find out about when it is yeah like. I'm gonna sign ah, up ah boom I like that I'm oh. getting better at there this <laughs> right, let's leave with a little applause man. yes yeah. peace 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 alright guys peace